Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly brought to you by General Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm all on my own. In this regular video series, I round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, me? It's the Full Force Weekly. Hello, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the show. I'm Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80, and this is brought to you by generalsjoesreborn.com. Um, yeah, hope everyone's doing well this morning. Uh, a little bit early, I know. Apologies for that. And it is just me today. Um, again, like I said, we'd get back to normal programming this week. It's just been it's just been ridiculous. Yesterday I couldn't get the episode done during the day, so we had to move it. Uh, and obviously that affects obviously how um, you know Pat can get involved, unfortunately. So again, I will apologize and say that we'll be back to the regular regular, not regularled, the regular scheduled um programming, hopefully next week. Um, how is everyone doing? Lots of you in the chat already, which is pretty cool. Um, hello to everybody. Um, w- well done for getting here this early. Um, and obviously, if you can, you know, if you if you're watching in the in the replay, that's also totally fine. Loads to get through on this episode. What a week it has been, and it wasn't. It it seemed to be like a little bit kind of chill um, for the most part, and then all hell broke loose on GI Joe Day, um, in a good way, of course. Uh, but we've yeah we've got lots to get stuck into, um, lots to get stuck into, and loads of random stuff as well that just kind of snuck by in the background uh, and nobody really noticed. So uh, we'll cover that stuff as well. Uh, we've got merch news. We've got obviously classified Super Seven on multiple fronts. Um, higher toys news, sort of. Um, lots of lots of cool stuff to really get stuck into, and of course a ton of shout outs at the end. Which let's face it, don't don't leave for the shout outs because there's actually more stuff to talk about in there as well. But we'll get to it all, and we've got to cover all those amazing classified reveals as well in more detail than I did um, in the week on the news burst, I guess. Uh, so let's get stuck in um, to the first news item. And we, as we've kind of been starting a lot recently um, with the weeklies, it's uh, comics news. Duke issue two dropped in the week, and boy, was it a doozy. In the last issue, Duke had been struggling after seeing his teammate killed in action by Starscream, which forced him to go rogue. After stumbling across Mars Industries' involvement, he then has a target painted on his back when Cobra forces wipe out his friend Dr. Adele Burkhart and a number of guests at her house. Now on the run, Hawk sends Stalker and Rock and Roll to bring him in, and that's where we join this story in issue two. Okay then, so obviously it's been a while since Duke 1 was out, so I just went ahead and spoiled it for everybody. Uh, Apologies. Um, But spoilers ahead, I'm going to be kind of talking about um, Duke issue 2, not in like crazy amounts of detail, but there's going to be character reveals and so on and so forth. So again, like if you haven't read it yet, and it has, you know, like I said, it's been a few days, I don't expect everyone to have uh, read the 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 comic if you are reading the comics immediately um but yeah um as soon as these come in i just have to read them they are so good these comics at the moment and as i said in in that last um in that video uh in issue 1 we're kind of like we've got duke in his posi- in this position now where he's kind of on the run uh cobra forces of 
well actually if actually if you look at the scene where dr del burkhart um is kind of taken out with all of the um her friends in the in the at the party um the the troops that come in look like iron grenadiers uh, they're kind of like almost like um urban iron grenadiers which is pretty interesting got that kind of shaped helmet sort of thing and the goggles uh so there's a real like iig vibe to them which makes a lot of sense because obviously you know destro mars uh involvement and all that kind of stuff so um oh okay ed sorry mate uh, i know yeah if, if a few of you um there will be images of the preview uh, the five-page preview, but I'm not going images any further than that. So, um, you know, I'm not going to be revealing anything visually. I'm just going to be talking about it. So, okay, yeah, go ahead and mute the feed until this is over. That's totally cool. So, um, in issue two, um, again, these are just the covers, um, the main covers, and kind of like highlight a little bit um, sort of what, I mean, not, that doesn't really happen on the left, uh, but the sort of kind of happens on the right. Uh, Rock and Roll and Stalker basically have been sent out to retrieve Duke. But the issue starts off um, with um, with basically this kind of introduction to Clutch. And he's kind of reading his phone. He's reading the news. And he sees that his buddy, Duke, is, um, is in trouble. But he kind of gets up. He stretches a little bit uh, and, and then goes to his... Um, his kind of RV or whatever, or go, you know, goes to go into his RV. Um, and basically and a couple of like really in well, no, the main um homage here is the fact that Manny's Mean Machines is the name of his kind of like junkyard, basically, his like kind of auto parts yard. And um, I love that because obviously that was in his file card. Um and you know, Manny's means Manny's mean machines comes up in his file card, and also um, shout out to Brian Sauer and uh, the folks at AR. But he did a really cool T-shirt for Manny's mean machines with like a um, it was like a big head uh, clutch driving a like a little car kind of thing, like a little. It's really cool. Anyway, um, so with that said, um, Duke appears at, oh and also it shows you the um on his it shows clutch's mit um uh degree uh certificate on his wall uh he's doing he's, he's using that well isn't he but um it, again that is also mentioned in his um uh file card as well so they're, they're kind of again a couple of little homages there straight off the bat um now the one thing i will say is this kind of reminds me immediately like you know when duke and when duke turns up kind of in a rough shape uh, and he sees clutch they do the dylan handshake from predator and of course carl weathers passed away yesterday so it's like real timely you know a real timely kind of homage in there isn't there really the classic arnie and uh dylan kind of handshake so yeah, really, like, commiseration, like, you know, obviously our thoughts go out to Carl Weathers' family and friends and everything. That sucks. And obviously, like, that hit hard because I said on my – I did a stream yesterday for our patrons and I was talking about um, Carl Weathers and Predator and how much of a, like, a movie – I'll just watch that over and over again. If it's on, like, cable or whatever, if I'm, like, staying at, like, a place where it's on TV <laughs> – it goes on and we watch the whole thing. Like this is, I have to. Like it is amazing that movie. But anyway, shout out, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. And it's just interesting that that 
little kind of panel is in this comic you know just just amazing um anyway that's i think that's as far as the five page preview goes so i'm going to just kind of continue on talking about um what happens in the rest of the issue uh to a minor degree so basically he get he's kind of getting patched up by clutch and um that's when rock and roll and uh stalker turn up now rock and roll turns up all guns blazing basically he's just like he's just like shooting the place up they're like diving out of the way kind of thing they dive into a car and uh clutch drives you know kind of tries to get them out of you know um the danger area basically uh duke notices that rock and roll isn't trying to actually uh, hit them like that he's basically like herding them into a certain direction and they real realize at the last minute and they're being kind of directed to this um kind of like this point in the in the road and stalker is there as a sniper position and he takes out the tires they crash and then they basically grab him out of the truck and um Stalker does a really cool thing where he's, he's he's like trying to tell Duke he's like I don't want to I'm not going to fight you but we've got to take you in just trust the process and all this kind of stuff and um that's another good point figure six back uh, supposedly Lonzo Stalker Wilkinson was modeled after Carl Weathers um that is a very interesting point as well and obviously Stalker being in this issue as well is another um kind of like you know um homage to Carl Weathers. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? The timing is, is crazy. Um, Diecast Nick says that first 40 minutes of Predator is the best Joe movie. Oh, it really is. Like, it, it is just so perfect as an action movie. I just love every second of that film. It's, it's incredible. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that I'm not 100% sure on I I don't think I've heard that before that Carl Weathers was the inspiration for Stalker but I um yeah that's cool if it is and I'll yeah I'll do some background on that but that sounds really cool. Um yeah so anyway so they've basically you know they've got Duke now and Clutch they take them into custody and another great little um kind of uh homage that obviously is going to lead to something in in the you know in the in the future but they take them to a decommissioned zone called the pit and it is like you know it's the classic pit but it's been decommissioned it's all raggedy and uh, duke even talks about it when they're dragging them into the to, to the cells he says oh this was decommissioned and they say yes it is but we're this is where we take prisoners um when you know like when we're transporting them over long distances this is where we stop to you know basically keep them you know uh safe for that period of time before transporting them off again so they, they drop them off and they lock them up and um they walk off and then duke and clutch are there kind of just going you know what the hell you know what we're going to do and all of a sudden you hear you see a, a hand um on one of the bars longer fingernails so you're instantly thinking okay who's this and then obviously it all starts coming into into focus that um, you know, this voice basically says, "Oh, it seems that we have a similar um, need to kind of get out of here, basically." And then it just the the, the final reveal is that it's the Baroness uh, who's also trapped out, is also kind of imprisoned down there, um, and that obviously was in, insinuated, wasn't it, into um, um, in one of the covers? Um, I think on the the Cobra side we had Mercer in the background, and obviously a lot of people were saying. 
oh, you know, Mercer's starting off with the Cobra team and everything, and it's like, you know, that's his this is origin, so it, they're building to that origin. But Baroness was on the GI Joe cover of the the alternate kind of issue cover, and everyone again, we were like, what is the Baroness a GI Joe to start with? Or clearly not in this case. She's a prisoner, um, so that was really really cool. So um, yeah, um, yeah. Um... Uh, sorry, yeah. Anyway, so I was looking at the comments. Uh, you guys are chatting with each other. That's totally cool. Go for it. Um, yeah. So, and that's where it, that's where we leave it. And again, this issue is action packed. It's really interesting. It's got humor in it. It's got a lot of um, great action. It's got uh, great character introductions. I love seeing Rock and Roll and Stalker in this one. They were really good. And like Rock and Roll's kind of a little bit tapped. He's a little bit crazy um uh quite like that and they even had one panel of him kind of pulling that after he was like shooting at them and everything and like guiding them into the right position and it's just it was really good really um awesome issue and i again i just can't get enough of uh this continuity skybound are doing great things uh i can't wait for a real american hero and i can't wait for more cobra commander uh cobra commander's got to be soon hasn't it again i think um, and that's the beauty part. Like we're getting more regular releases now as well. So the fact that we've got these little mini series and we've got um, a real American hero, and we've, if you're interested, we've got Void Rivals and Transformers. There's always plenty of comics in this universe to really get stuck into. And I know a real American hero isn't in that universe. You know what I'm saying? But there's plenty of GI Joe content for you guys to read. Um, you know, on a regular basis, which is amazing. So anyway, that is Duke issue two. Um, loved it, got to say, loving the series. It it, uh, it does not disappoint me ever. Um, I hope it keeps continuing to to do that. I hope it keeps continuing to blow me away. And um, I'm just so excited to see how the Joes develop. I'm excited to see how what other in character introductions we're going to get. Um, it's going it's going to be great. Um, Pastor Progi says, "Rock and roll doing the devil horns totally felt like vintage. We are selling toys here." Moment. It did, didn't it? I love that. Um, it's almost like, yeah, it's like if if we were kids, it would have like straight over our heads. But you know, obviously, subconsciously, we'd have been. I want that toy. I want that figure. I want that vehicle. But now it's sort of just reinforcing the fact that we've already bought these things. We're re reinforcing the fact. That, oh yeah, we've got you know. Uh, we've got a rock and roll that does that. Uh, it's just wicked. Love it. Um, and a really great introduction to Clutch. I love the fact that he says, it, I think he says something about not being a very good driver in it as well, which is quite funny because like that, his, his whole thing is that he's a dry, you know, he's an expert driver. It's really funny that he has that opinion of himself though. Um, anyway, that is that. Well, let's move on to the next news item. Um, which is, uh, well, we're going to switch now from comics and we're going to get into some interesting merchandise from fun.com of all places. Fun.com released a brand new officially licensed G.I. Joe backpack and two sweaters last weekend. The canvas backpack is covered in the classic G.I. Joe vintage card art graphics, including a rubber G.I. Joe logo. It's $24.99 and available via the link in the description. The sweaters come in a G.I. Joe green, black, brown and tan camo made up of character silhouettes with the logo on the chest and a black, white and grey Cobra version. They are $24.99 and can also be purchased using the links below. 
Yeah, loads of merch popping up on this one. Um, I've on the on this particular graphic, I've only put Jojo backpack because um, I forgot that there were also sweaters involved. So they were added later, um, and I couldn't be bothered to change the graphic. So there you go. Uh, again, getting all that behind the the scenes, how the sausage is made information right now. Yes. So backpacks. Um, start with that one. Quite a cute little backpack. Um, it's a. I mean, it's a little bit small, and it's let's face it, it's probably more like. I'm probably, you know, if 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 I was that way inclined, I probably would have it hanging up somewhere because I pretty much at one point was buying everything with the GI Joe logo on it. I have a really cool backpack. I think it's Italian, for and it's the it's a GI Joe blowtorch backpack. Might even be Action Force, you know. I can't remember now. No, I think it's Giorgio, but it's a blowtorch backpack. It's red, and I believe it's from Italy, Italy or Spain. I can't remember which one. Um, but um, absolutely pristine and love it. It's really cool. But obviously, it's a bit, it's it's really small. It's like a it's like an actual child's backpack. Uh, not that I and I don't use it. I just you know obviously I, that's one of the ones I have. But um, yeah, this is it's fun. It's got obviously they've gone just you know they've got the start. They've got the materials from Hasbro. They've got the style guide, and they just threw every single whatever they whatever card art they had in that. Uh, materials like dropbox file folder they've just added to this backpack um which has got a camo underneath it as well so it's um it's very eye-catching this one um and then we have um oh well, just to show you sorry some of the, the close-ups of all of the details there we have cobra troopers officers the cobra cobra commander baroness we've got footloose we've got Recondo, snake eyes and timber duke gung-ho airborne scarlet Anyone else? Shipwreck, Airborne said that. Torpedo, Spirit, got lo Storm Shadow. Loads of loads of characters on there. It's great. Destro's on there too, actually. Um, yeah. So that that is the details, and then also we've got like a little interior detail here, the little GI Joe badge inside, and the zipper close up, just in case you wanted to see those details. It's all just you know image based, obviously, um, and then. The sweaters. Now, these actually, um, I think it was, was it YT74 on Twitter sent me a little, a couple of images saying that they picked these up on fun.com. And the sweater actually looks really nice. Like, uh, it looks quite cool. Um, the, I, I did, uh, when I first looked at this, I thought, oh, it's just a regular camo pattern on it. And they've got, uh, then the, but then I thought there was a, like a silhouette of snake eyes over the logo, like specific, like, you know, purposefully done. And it wasn't until I like really looked at it, I'm like, oh, they're silhouettes from the G.I. Joe characters. That's, that's kind of fun. So you've got, you can see on the back of the uh, shirt there very clearly, that's the classified Duke pose from, I think, Scott Johnson off the, the website artwork and stuff. Um, snake eyes is probably the same. Um, I, I, there's other ones in there, but it's hard to kind of see, isn't it? Um, without the real super close up, but um, that was a nice uh, little kind of addition, and that sweat is kind of fun as well. Again, like twenty four ninety nine, not too bad. Um, and yeah, you can check in the link obviously in the description below. And of course, they've got the the Cobra ones in there as well, which seem to have um, Storm Shadow all over it, pretty much. There's it looks like a few different Storm Shadow, uh, Red Ninja as well, maybe I'd say Red Ninja, Storm Shadow, Destro, I think is the the grey one on the back of, towards the right there. And I, I'm i guessing Cobra Commander's in there, but I can't really tell. But yeah, another nice, another nice one. And the logo's nice on that with the red Cobra. It looks really cool. Anyway, um, 
yeah, so fun.com churning out some official, officially licensed G.I. Joe merch, which is nice. Um, are you guys going to be getting in on any of this? Uh, let me know in the comments. And um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for the merch. Not much else to say, really, on that one. Um, so we'll move on again because there's a lot to get through, like I said before. And there's going to be there's going to be some long, like detailed stuff that we're going to talk about. But just so it's done and covered, there's your merchandise. Um, so next up, then we've got some higher news. Oh, higher! Thanks to Mark Seddon for the heads up on these. Gemini Soku has posted Higher Toys turnarounds for the Baroness and Cobra Trooper on their Deviant Art page. The turnarounds show detailed designs for the two characters who were recently revealed by Higher Toys for their exquisite mini 4-inch line. You can check the turnarounds out as well as more of their work via the links below. Yes. So, um, Higher Toys, uh, Gemini Soku posted these, and Mark Seddon, thank you, um, hooked, hooked me up, sent me the, um, the links to these. And um, said, have you seen this? And I'm like, it was like in the middle of everything that was being revealed as well. And it's just like, cool, I'll share those later because there's just no time in the day when the reveals are happening. Um, yeah, it gets kind of crazy, doesn't it, really? Um, just something I've noticed. Um, is there a video I forgot to post um, in here? There might be. Um, I... Sorry, I was like, you know, when we do these little videos. Okay, cool. It's all right. It's all good. Um, I just I'm, I'm doing something on the fly as I tend to do, as as is my my style, um, and it's just really adding another video to the list. So bear with me while I mess about with that. Sorry. There we go. Um, I just I just realised I got some of the uh, I got I missed something out, but it's all good now. Hi, toys. Right. Now, like I said, Gemini Soku posted these. Uh, we'll start with the Baroness one. Now, of course, these figures are already out, so these are just kind of like, you know, you're kind of not really inputs. They're just kind of like three. I think he calls them uh, three views. Yeah, uh, it's a three-view image um, of the or sketch and drawing and everything. More detailed, a little bit more, should we say, exaggerated than the actual figure. So it's not like a, your classic input, which is effectively what the figure will almost exactly look like um but in a 2d space if you know what i mean um with a turnaround so this is a little bit more kind of stylized a little bit more fancy uh with color as well but it shows that kind of baroness purple kind of hair uh color aspect on on the hair and uh it shows the figure again like done it's interesting isn't it because you think with um your kind of your turn images or your kind of um inputs and stuff like that that it would you would we'd, we'd see those kind of like exact technical specification images and design images and stuff this like i said this seems more like a you know it, it seems more elaborate than that and almost more like artistic in a in a way um but anyway that said <laughs> baroness has back indeed on this image doesn't she um, but yeah, uh, I do like the Baroness Higher Toys figure. I think it's really cool. And again, I'll say this and I'll keep saying it. Um, in the same way that we got that website Storm Shadow on the, in the Higher Toys, I'm so happy we've got the Baroness with that purple hair commemorated in action figure form. Because I feel like even if we're not getting it in classified, it doesn't bother me as long as it does exist out there. I kind of like the fact that those sort of designs are getting 
you know that that kind of love elsewhere and uh yeah it just it just makes me happy that we've got a baroness now with that purple hair um i thought it was a really nice design touch in the first place and i was a bit upset it didn't appear on um on the baroness that we got honestly uh the multiple the couple of Bar baronesses the baron i that we got um anyway really cool stuff from gemini soku here and this as, as well obviously the cobra trooper now this one obviously did take some like it took a different direction almost than the than the classified one but still adheres to the basic structure of the trooper uh, it's just like the secondary is like the torso is very different the deco obviously completely different this kind of camouflage is a really nice touch um and obviously the secondary being very futuristic very different very armor plated uh, whereas the other one's very tactical, very pouchy. This one is very kind of like almost like superhero, isn't it? In and I kind of again, I like the fact that it exists in the kind of higher space, even though we've never seen this before. And this was done, I believe, specifically for hire. The design, the kind of design elements and touches. The, this is not based on a previous design from the classified series. It's not a. Um, you know, it's not from like the artwork or anything on the back of the uh, packaging and things like that. Uh, obviously, the weapons follow that um, pretty closely, um, but in terms of the the secondary and the kind of design, no, not at all. But um, yeah, I I kind of want this in the classified series in a weird way. I do want this this like I want the camouflage to appear on some sort of trooper. I mean, that would be a really nice touch. To do a re like a another trooper, but to do it with the camo on it would be really cool. And obviously, changing the secondary and making it like this a little bit more kind of like you know superhero esque would be kind of fun actually. Um, that's the knife I was looking at there that was sticking out to me on the on the side of the chest. Um, I was kind of looking, what's that? But yeah, obviously it's the knife handle with the little red bits on it. Um, really nice stuff cool little um turns, and you can see you can check out uh, Gemini Soku's artwork on their deviant art page um you can see these and you can see they're kind of like uh, they've done like a, a other images of these um of the trooper and baroness um kind of in a similar vein but like just the design not the kind of turns and not the uh the kind of breakdown and everything but yeah awesome stuff um anyway yeah that is uh gemini soku and uh they're an awesome little three view turnaround images from higher toys trooper and baroness let's continue to move we're getting we're getting some nice speed going on here and now we're getting onto the video that i should have done before this but um but kind of realized i hadn't actually uploaded it in the first place because i'm an idiot yes it's wrath of cobra news New characters and alternate character skins were revealed on the Wrath of Cobra Discord group in the week. Joining the team are Shipwreck and Polly and Lady J, with a number of characters getting an alternate makeover, including Tiger Force Duke, Deke Scarlet, Original Animation Snake Eyes, Green Camo Gung Ho, Tiger Force Roadblock, and Night Force Ripcord. No word on when the game will release just yet, but it should be very soon. Yeah, I need. I still need to reach out to Kerry on that one to find out. And you might even know in the comments. Um, he might have uh, mentioned it in the Discord group. But um, yeah, really want to see. Um, really want to see some um, some news on the release date for this game because it's 
awesome. And obviously, you know, more new character additions, more alternate skins, all very nice indeed. Um, Cobra Trooper, do you even lift, bro? In indeed, Justin, that is some hench Cobra Trooper stuff on that higher uh, drawing, wasn't it? Um, Oh, Wilfredo, that's a good point. He says, I always thought that the purple hair on the Baroness was just backlighting, casting a purple colour on her hair, not that she was actually going to have purple hair. I believe on the original design for the Baroness, she did have a purple tint in the hair. Um, but yeah, it, I get what you're saying. That is a good, um, it's a good idea, actually, or it's a, a good reasoning for some sort of um, colour in that particular artwork. But yeah, it, I believe it was uh, on the actual original um baroness but anyway coming to wrath of cobra i'm so excited for this blooming game i can't even i can't even uh past the pierogi says i'm hoping they'll add flint later i imagine he'll i mean they're all gonna join aren't they at some point remind me what platforms um it starts the release will start with steam and um switch and um yeah pc and switch basically i think it starts with and then it will go to all consoles shortly afterwards. That was what Kerry mentioned in the interview. So it will be on everything eventually, but it starts, it will start its life on um, PC and Switch. Um, yeah, there you go, Ray. You get you get any what you want on that one. Um, so let's look at these little um, character editions then. We'll start with the new additions to like completely new character editions, Shipwreck and Polly. And Lady J. Now, what was funny is when we spoke to Kerry in the interview, you can check that interview out on our, on our YouTube channel on a, one of the redacted interviews we did um, not too long ago. Um, we talked about like what other characters might be joining, and we joked about the fact that you know Shipwreck and Polly would be awesome, and to have Polly as like a animal companion special move in the same way that like Timber is for Snake Eyes. And lo and behold, they've they've added them to the to the game, which is great. Um, so I should have really pushed Lightfoot in that interview, shouldn't I? I should have really gone for it. <laughs> uh, but we're also getting Lady J again, another great addition, and I can't wait to see what her like special moves are. Like she's got the spears, so I'm sure like throwing those is going to be really cool. Um, I'm I'm really yeah, I'm really excited for this. Put the Sarge in there, and I'm sold. Says Zazzle's Clubhouse. Yes, um, we actually did talk a little bit about that in the interview, but it had to be cut out. Um, I can't go into the details, but obviously there's a reason why it had to be cut out. So I think you can probably guess on that one. But um, obviously, when obviously when you're talking about the Sarge, you also talk about you know there's there's more, a bit more red tape. There's more there's a likeness rights kind of situation. There's um, there's there's a conversation to be had with Sarge and the team, not necessarily uh, Hasbro as as well as, as well as Hasbro, obviously. So um, it just makes it a little bit more awkward. Do you know what I mean? But um, I think the they 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 obviously would want the Sarge to be in there. I mean, everyone would. So um, yeah, hope fingers crossed that does uh, come to fruition in the future. Um, yeah, so uh, Lady J and Shipwreck and Polly um, are getting added, but then also on top of that, they're doing some alternate kind of skins for the characters that already are in the game. So obviously you've got Duke. So we're getting Tiger Force Duke. You know, good little uh, addition there. Um, and so. Yeah, Ray, we're just saying we don't know the release. It's supposed to be, it's Q1 of 2024. We just don't know the release date yet. Um, I'm sure that will be made, um, they'll, they'll release that information soon. Excuse me. 
Um, if Sarge is in it, Sarge will leak it, says Leon. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that is a if there's any absolutes in life, it's that Sarge will tell you he's going to be a figure or he's going to be <laughs> way before it happens. Um, yeah, that he just he's a leaker, definitely. Um, and then, of course, we've got Scarlet, uh, who again, like I said, is in the game and she gets a reskin in her Deke costume or order of battle or whatever you want to however you want to view it but that kind of much brighter purple color uh for scarlet which is kind of cool um then we also get like that like original animation snake eyes with the no gloves and the uh the goggles um he's kind of like a bit of a mix there isn't he of the original animation and his v2 it's like they left the bandolier on uh, they've, you know, got the sword on his back still. He's got the pouches on his ankles and his arms. But then also, there's so. But this is the thing: it's a reskin. Um, so they're just they've got the model and they're just changing the deco a little bit, aren't they? So that it, that that's the reason behind why he kind of still has a lot of those um, version two uh, aspects on him. But it's nice. It's no gloves and the and the colors are nice. That kind of purple and blue kind of color. So uh, yeah, nice nice little uh, addition there for Snake Eyes. Um, Gung Ho, they've gone with the green, which um, we've seen obviously in the classified series um, when they kind of brought that out. But we've seen Gung Ho in in that kind of um, deco uh, before. Um, so it, again, a nice little kind of uh, uh, change up for Gung Ho on that one. Um, oh, the Gung Ho comic as well. Yeah, okay, that good shout, good shout. Um, Sorry, I'm a little bit late. What platform will this be on? So it'll be on all platforms, but it starts life on PC and Switch, and then will later um, be uh, added to uh, consoles. Well, and they want the, they'll be across the board. And also, they're working on uh, mobile as well. So they want to get across all platforms basically. But it starts life on PC and Switch. We don't have a release date yet. Um, so there you go. Um, yeah, so the, and there's Gung Ho, lovely stuff. And then we have um, the last two, Tiger Force Roadblock. Again, another great, you know, uh, version to do um, because they used his version one version for the Roadblock. So it's a nice, like, you know, um, easy kind of transition into that Tiger Force version of the, of the character. And the Night Force Ripcord, which is a nice touch as well. Obviously, you know, kind of homaging the recent addition of Ripcord into the Night Force team in the Sky Striker Haslab, and of course, in the Dragonfly Haslab for Classified as well. Um, will there be a physical release or just digital? It Well, like I said, past the pierogi, I believe it's going to start in that kind of digital sphere and then move on to, um, and then move on to consoles and stuff. I, again, the, they want to do physical release, but it, you know, it's very likely that it will be digital for the most part early on. I hope there's. I do hope there is a physical release because I love collecting the games and stuff like that. I mean, I have Operation Blackout, um, but like a sealed copy. I have, you know, Rise of Cobra, which I really enjoyed, amazingly enough, um, and all of the uh, NES. Uh, I, I say NES and SNES. You say NES and SNES, don't you? Super NES or Super NES. I, I, it's funny that we say NES and SNES basically in the UK. Um, what um, Atari? I've got like I've got the old Action Force games on tape as well, like the Atari ones and the Commodore sixty four ones, 
and I've got ba I've got a lot of the computer games like you know sealed kind of you know untouched and then I just play the digital versions uh as much as I can or the emulators like the arcade game I'd, I would love an arcade um cabinet GI Joe game actually that would be kind of fun in here um because that is one of my all-time favorite games that kind of site you know the kind of the the ones where you you move side to side and it's coming to oh, it's just so good snes just sounds like you're sneezing it does doesn't it um so you know if they will make expansion packs uh again we talked about this in the interview we, they 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 what they want to do lots of things with it if it's a successful game you'll get all this you'll get loads of stuff you'll get loads of cool stuff um There'll be, you know, additions to like like this is like character edition, like easy little editions like this will be not not a problem for 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 them. But then, you know, I think you're better off once you've got, you know, you've got the game. I don't I don't necessarily think expansions would be the way to go as as much as like sequels, you know, because you could literally do um, you know, like a Cobra version where you you can be Cobra characters and you can do like you can do that instead. It'd be I, I think it'd be so cool. It is possible to build your own arcade. It is, yeah, big time. I just want I want one of those kind of original cabinets um, uh, with the the GI Joe, you know, stuff on it and everything. I, I I want I know they'd be really expensive, but I'd rather have that than um, than just build one myself. You know, like put the put the uh, uh, the kind of debt uh, what they called the uh, board in there. You know, like, and then put all of like the artwork and stuff, like have it printed specially and stuff. It would be a fortune probably doing all that, but I think I'd rather just you know try and get hold of a um, a vintage cabinet. Anyway, um, yeah, make your own arcade cabinets with woodwork and a spare monitor. Just in my spare time, I've got so much of it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so that is Wrath of Cobra updates. Uh, again, some really cool little um, character things that they've thrown in their character skins, and of course, Lady J and Shipwreck and Polly. Really excited for this game. I can't, I'm so excited for this game. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, this has been necessary for the G.I. Joe brand, I think, for a lot for the longest time, and finally we're getting it. Um, I am going to 100% email Kerry Vandenberg today and ask about all this stuff and then um, probably speak to you about it, you know, going into uh, next week. We've got loads of stuff coming up. I've got so many unboxings to do. So we're going to be doing some live unboxings. We're going to be doing uh, the Skeletron stuff. We're going to be doing um, the, um, God, these classified figures that I really want to actually get out and display over here. And um, then, of course, we've got Let's Talk Classified videos to do, uh, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but first, um, what have we got next is the question, McLeod, after getting all turned around. Oh, it is, yeah, we're talking next about Super 7 O-ring listings. A number of Super 7 G.I. Joe O-ring listings appeared on BBTS earlier in the week and were removed not too long afterwards. The listings included a blue comic-inspired bat, a cartoon Cobra Commander, and then two other listings that leaked a while ago, Blonde Cover Girl and comic-inspired Snake Eyes. The price point looks to be $19.99 per figure, which tracks with what Brian explained to us in our last interview with him, and they will be coming out in October of this year. Let's get stuck into these then. Yes, let's. Um, so again, did a news burst about this uh, during the week, um, but uh, it was, you know we can cover it again. It's cool. It's all good. So um, effectively, 
um, these listings popped up. Um, two new ones, obviously, Blonde Cover Girl and Comic Snake Eyes, we already knew were coming. They'd already been like leaked um, prior to this. Uh, but the Cobra Battle Android Trooper comic blue figure stood out. And the Cobra Commander cartoon one also kind of stood out to me as well. And um, with uh, what's interesting is these went up and then they went, then they disappeared again. So obviously, Super Seven were kind of like, can you stop leaking our O ring information, please? Um, which, yeah, again, like it's it's nice to have this uh, ahead of time, but it's also got to suck when you're trying to like do like a fun reveal for everybody and, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, either way, these things happen all the time. And um, it'll be great to start seeing this stuff. I imagine if we've got like an October um, kind of like on shelf sort of situation, as they call it, you know, like in hand kind of on hell on shelf delivery day, whatever you want to call it, um, then you'd probably be looking at getting optics on it. Yeah, gross. Getting like a visual of these figures, maybe in like, SDCC is that too late in the day? Do you think, or do you think that kind of tracks? I was going to say Yojo June, they might want to reveal that stuff, or maybe in July when you know you've had your Yojo June classified kind of explosion, and you're going into July, maybe they do something like that. But um, SDCC is in July, isn't it? July or August? I think it's in July. So I would, I would imagine. Oh, Joe Fest is a good shout, Kevin. Yeah, they're going to be at Joe Fest, aren't they? So it's yeah, that's a possibility. That is a possibility. Um, then we might start seeing stuff then. I don't know. It's it's you know, I think it's going to be around that time. We're not going to see anything early. I don't think we're going to get any leaked images of this stuff. Um, I know that you know in the past we've had leaked reaction images, um, but they've always been close to reveal days. And it's always because it's like maybe back end, you know, kind of people getting in at like Amazon and 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 taking images, or um, you know, those kind of sites that where they're not kind of there's there's not like a great lot of security on there, and people can like hack into the sites and get those images, um, or they just get them off retailers and stuff. But I th it's very rare that you get retailers with uh, Super Seven images and and things like that in in, uh, in advance. Anyway. I don't think we're going to see any O-ring stuff for a little while yet, but it's nice to get these like listings and, and speculate on what we could, you know, um, what we could see, you know, lining up with um, with these particular characters. Now, the, the the blue comic bat Super Seven have already covered that particular homage in their Ultimates line. It was one of their, I think, their first in-hand Ultimates figure during SDCC. It was kind of like a nice little special reveal surprise for everybody who went to SDCC. And this particular um, homage is obviously from the Marvel comics when they first appeared. And they did have that kind of blue hue. They did come across looking like this. Uh, and they homaged that with, um, with this particular figure. And I imagine the O-ring figure is going to effectively be your Battle Android Trooper vintage style looking bat but in these colors and maybe with that kind of different head sculpt because the Marvel comic head sculpt is exactly like that one pretty much it's very like different to the one that we see in the cartoon the, the actual action figure itself uh in most other kind of iterations of the battle android troop it's very angular uh it's got that kind of like very tall kind of piece down the middle that sticks up kind of like a little mohawk um and the uh, it, it's just it, there is a different vibe to it 
So I expect the figure, the O-ring figure to, you know, follow those kind of, uh, follow that vibe basically, which will be great because a different head sculpt and a different deco for the rest of the body is, would be great for an O-ring figure. Um, I think that'd be awesome. And maybe they do two heads. Maybe they do a way to, you know, easily, you know, change the heads on the O-ring figures. Who knows? Uh, we shall see though, I guess. Um, I wonder if the chest piece will be painted or a sticker. Yeah, like kind of like lenticular thing they used to have uh, would be wicked, wouldn't it? And I don't know. That's an interesting one. Maybe they go with, um, you know, like a, uh, a, you know, a physical like sculpt and they paint those pieces or maybe they, yeah, maybe they do put like a lenticular sticker on it. It'd be cool if they did do that, honestly. I'd love it if they did that. Because um, it's got to it's got to go with your other vintage figures, and the other vintage figures have lenticular stickers. So yeah, that's what I would say. Um, who's lenticular? Right. Um, yeah. Um, I'm. I'm actually. I will say I'm impressed that they've kept the price point to 19.99. I know Leon, you're saying that you um, are struggling with that anyway in general, like in, you know, as a as a as a transition from how cheap the figures used to be, but. Um, yeah, I, I think it's not. It's really good that they've managed to do that, and you know, it's one of those things where that promise was, well, that that they they wanted to do that, and they've been able to do that. So that's really cool. Um, Chris, do you think they will make these O rings as nice as Skeletron has made theirs? That updated articulation on the figs is nice. I imagine they will. Um, they will pro well, they probably won't do the same things that Skeletron have done, but I still think the figures will be of a high quality. I would suggest. I would say that. Yeah, I would. I, I'm not sure how. I'm not sure if they can um, copy exactly what Skeletron have done, and I wouldn't expect them to anyway. I'd expect them to be in their own lane and doing what they want to do with it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I guess is the answer to that one. Um, but those skeleton. I can't wait to open those Skeletron figures. I might do that unboxing first. Actually, I might do that this weekend. Maybe later today. Who who knows? We'll see. We'll see what the see what the day brings. Um, but that's what I'm expecting for the bat. For Cobra Commander, the cartoon one, that's an interesting one. And I would assume that um, a cape is involved. Now, because I, I don't, you know, the one on the left, we're talking, these are reaction figures, obviously. But these are reaction cartoon Cobra Commander figures. So I'm using them as, a, as an example of what we might see for the O-Ring Cobra Commander cartoon. Now, co cartoon Cobra Commander has looked many different ways in lots of different animated kind of appearances. But I think when you're talking about what Super 7 are going to do here, I don't expect them to do something we've already had. I really don't. I don't expect them to do much of any sort of reissue unless the figure hasn't had a redo for a very long time. Um, you know, if we've had, if we haven't had like a, it's not like we've had loads of Lightfoots, or, I mean, I know we got a Night Force one, but it's not like we had like loads of downtowns or loads of ice cream soldiers or loads of, you know, those particular kind of O-ring figures have only been done once pretty much for the most part. So I would expect them to definitely veer into the kind of quirky stuff and definitely not do stuff we've already had in the vintage line. Therefore, that one on the left, I think, is probably counted out, and I expect them to do something more likely uh, or closer to the one on the right with the kind of cape and the staff 
uh, from like the original miniseries, from the movie, and I think he wears one in the Traitor. Is that right? Someone said that the other night to me in the the Traitor two parter uh, with Dusty. Um, Cobra Commander wears another cape, and it's another different color. So he's got like black, red, and pink. I think it is, or purple and pink, purple, pink, and red, maybe interiors. Anyway, um, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting some sort of cape and staff scenario, and very likely from that first mini series, especially when you consider who else is in that um, that lineup, right now uh, in in the listings, in the leaked listings. Now the next one um, is Cover Girl, and we already can probably get gauge that it's going to look very similar to this, the reaction uh, blonde hair cover girl version. So I expect cover girl, the O-ring figure to follow this design uh, almost to the T deco design, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously with much better articulation, uh, much more articulation. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to, I'm just looking at some comments. Um, yeah, cool. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'll you know keep keep them coming in, guys. I know you're all kind of like talking about uh, the price at the moment and stuff like that, and I I get it. Um, it, it's yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? The kind of rate of inflation for these things, but then also you got to take into consideration that it's Super Seven. It's like a collector based kind of you know company. It's not like you're not talking huge production numbers in the same way that um, Hasbro churn them out. So yeah, price kind of comes up a little bit based on that. Um, anywho, that's so blonde cover girl. I think we all expect, you know, something along these lines uh, for that O-ring figure. It's no brainer, really, on that that side of um, on that side of things. Now, when it comes to the Snake Eyes comic version, I am leaning heavily towards the one on the right with the exposed tattoo the rip in the in the in the sleeve because you've effectively got snake eyes v1 in the line already and that's what they'd be doing with an o-ring wouldn't they basically if, if it was if it was in this particular comic that they're talking about um and the silent issue just screams to me like whenever whenever like they've done a lot of silent issue um uh homage they've done a lot of Mass device homage. There's done a lot of, um, you know, all of the kind of like major hit points they've homaged. And so I think, you know, they'd probably do that with O Ring as well. And I'd like to, you know, it would be nice to have a Snake Eyes in the O Ring with the tattoo on show because that would be something we don't have as a vintage figure. Um, and I think that might be something they go with. Or, they do some sort of blue or purple or kind of, you know, vibe to make it look like the the kind of where they used to do that in the comics to make the black look to bounce off the page, basically, and not disappear into the background. Um, yeah. That cracks me up whenever I see it locked knee snake eyes. Yeah, when he's climbing the wall. I, I'm I'm actually impressed they got it in that position, honestly, at all. I think that's actually not bad. <laughs> um Michael says, Cover Girl is one I'd like to see both the blonde head and a redo of her vintage figure, as I'm pretty sure she never got a second version of that in O-ring since an 83 vehicle driver pack in. True, Michael. Um, and maybe they do. Maybe they do release. May maybe we get a Wolverine at some point in the future. 
Hasbro's O-ring two packs for forty-four bucks, making one fig twenty-two dollars. Super Seven is cheaper. Count your blessings. Good point there, Jim. Yeah, those 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 two packs were expensive, weren't they? Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, that's what I'm kind of expecting for those O-ring listings. Uh, let me know in the comments what you guys are expecting, or if you agree with me, or if you, there are any others that you want to you, you want to see. Let me know, and we'll uh, as we go through, I'll come back to them and, and try and read them out. Um, oh, sunglass, sunglass wearing and bandaged face dress green snake eyes would be fire. Actually, that's a pretty good idea, that snake eyes, yeah. And that is a comic version of snake eyes, isn't it? Um, maybe you know, like the I know the uh Vietnam LRRRP was done uh in the comic packs, um, but maybe that's one they could do. But yeah, the sunglasses and the bandaged face is a really good one when he comes back from yeah when he when he's greeted in the airport kind of vibe as well by um is it hawk i think greets him at the airport and uh tells him the, the bad news or is it stalker i can't remember who it was that he meets at the airport fake fan um anyway but yeah that'd be really cool yeah the bandage face and the, and the shades that'd be a really good version to do and again that that's definitely one that you could do is hawk yeah thank you leon i thought it was hawk um Colonel at the time, probably. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks, Pastor Perogi, as well, for the confirmation on that one. Right then. So that is Super Seven O Ring news. Um, next up, um, we're going to move into some kind of classified miscellaneous stuff to kind of chat about. So let's get into that. <laughs> We received a number of images from lucky fans showing the vamp and action sailor in hand during the week. Simon Riley sent us images of the vamp with clutch and Andrew Franks got his action sailor in from Amazon on G.I. Joe Day. The SMS with Techno Viper made an appearance on AliExpress as a pre-order, which fueled speculation that we would see the figure and towable on a Joe Day event of some sort. That didn't transpire, but expect this to be fully revealed with pre-orders very soon. Finally, Lenny posted the input drawing for the Arctic Bat on his Instagram stories, so let's get caught up with Classified. Yeah, lots to talk about, and something I didn't actually add into that video because it was only revealed to me this morning um, was that the well, actually, it was revealed to me last night, but I was so tired I just I couldn't be bothered to to redo anything because it was about eleven o'clock, I think I got the message or saw the message, and that is that uh, Entertainment Earth's Drop Zone have um, kind of added a classified. Um, date for pre-orders so we'll get to that at the end of this particular segment and we'll talk about that in a little bit as well so there's lots to get through here um obviously we've got simon riley shout out to simon riley for sending us images of um the vamp inbox and of course uh, a couple of things out so uh, we, we've seen it all before but it's nice to actually see that these these you know getting into uh getting into like the real kind of area where we could be in our own hands very soon. So that's really cool. This this just looks gorgeous. Um, look at that vehicle, man. It looks phenomenal. I, I'm really impressed with this for a retail release and at the price point that it is. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very stoked to get this one. There's just so much going on there, like loads of little tampos and decals. And I uh, love the deco, the fact that, you know, you've got lots of like the seats are different color, that you've got the frames different color, the, the chassis are different color. I like that there's a lot going on with it, is what I'm getting at. Um, I was concerned when I saw that they were doing a vamp. This was like what over a year ago? When I saw they were doing the vamp and the price point that it was attached to it, I was like, really? 
is I, I just thought it was going to be like a shell. I thought it was going to be like, you know, just a like real basic. And I am very impressed with what they've done here. And Clutch looks great too, honestly. Um, really good representation of the character. And um, again, like adding to that OG crew, basically. Um, I can't wait to put um, that. You can't see it because of the angle that I'm at at the moment. But I've got my little OG section down there, which currently has rock and roll. I know he's not technically his OG colors, but if they ever do a retro rock and roll, then he'll he'll take that position up. Uh, Stalker is in there. Um, straight out of the Duke comic, really, basically down there. Uh, version retro snake eyes is down there. Um, heavy artillery roadblock and breaker on the ram is down there. So I've got the kind of like, you know, the the OGs kind of down there. And I want, and I can't wait to get the vamp in there with uh, with clutch, um, and then Duke and Scarlet can be on on the vamp as well um, in their kind of retro versions. Uh, it's going to be oh man, I'm so excited for what's coming. Like I can't even, I can't even. Yes, a uh, uh, shout out to a toy kind of mood. Um, Travis did message me this morning, but it was I was too late in seeing it to put it on this particular thing. But check out Travis's review of the Recon Diver. Um, go to a toy kind of moods uh, YouTube channel; you'll find it there. Um, but I think that's the one of the first I've seen. He's he's doing well getting these things early. Um, but yes, um, speaking of Recon Diver, in a second. Uh, but just to you just thanks for reminding me, Ryan. And yeah, go check that out. And uh, hopefully, Travis um, doesn't mind that I didn't have enough time to put the image in. I'm sorry, sorry buddy. Um, and here's all the loadout for the um, the vamp as well. You've got the obviously the the machine gun mount. You've got those two handles that clip onto the uh, the doorways. I think, yeah, the kind of like the frames uh, in, in on the top of the door door areas with no doors, obviously. Um, is that what is that? Is that a shovel, or what is that there in the middle of the green thing? I can't remember what that is. It's not the shovel, but there's something there, and I can't tell what what it is. Then you got the wrench, you got the fire extinguisher, the axe, shotgun, uh, the bullet belt, the, the ammo belt, basically two of those, uh, the gas cans, the uh, the wrap, the wrap that kind of goes on the front as well, uh, the the the, um, the hood shovel is there right there the steel core helmet and then the lighting as well which can be clipped on in whatever configuration you want but basically two on the top at the back on the uh there and one at the front which is really cool awesome stuff what is that oh it's like a little box isn't it i see what it is i see what it is it's like a little toolkit i see that's really cool little green box for the hood yeah um awesome right there you go that's the avamp really excited to get this one in hand it's going to be amazing Oh shit, handle. <laughs> uh, and then you've got um the recon diver. Now, like I said, Andrew Franks sent me his image. He got this on GI Joe Day and was like, oh, you can post this if you want. I completely forgot to. But um, yeah, uh, he got it in hand straight off Amazon, out of the blue. Boom. I think a lot of people did. I, I saw a few people post um on GI Joe Day that they'd got their recon divers. Um, but yeah, go check out uh Travis um a, a toy kind of mood uh, review on that after this video. Um, he'll hopefully he'll be happy that I've mentioned it on that one. And thank you, Ryan, for reminding me. Although I would have been reminded when I got to this anyway. Just saying. Um, then Lenny posted uh, an input for the Arctic Bat. I thought this was like a nice little thing. It was on his Instagram story, so it was almost like one of those things that you know, blink and you'll miss it, basically. So managed to take a screenshot of that one. And um, yeah, 
again, this is an interesting one because obviously the base body, you can see kind of like a darker gray is your battle android trooper. And then all the new parts are in that kind of brighter, like bright white kind of brought to the forefront to show you what the new parts were that they, they developed and did for this particular figure. Obviously you've got the head, you've got the shoulder kind of sections, you've got the chest plate, you've got the belt, uh, waist piece, and then you've got the thigh kind of armor and of course the chainsaw. So all very cool. Nice little turnarounds as well. And um, yeah, nice little uh, additional input. Like he's been posting a lot of these little input drawings um, for the line. And, you know, it was nice to get another one, even though there wasn't a lot of information behind it. Uh, he likes to sometimes post them on Instagram and give a little blurb as to, you know, what they were doing, what the the vibe, what they were, what they were trying to go for, what they were aiming for, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, nice to get a little, you know, nod anyway, which is really cool. So thanks, Lenny. Um, now, the SMS and Techno Viper showed up on AliExpress as a pre-order, fueled a bit of speculation that we might see a pre-order for it for some sort of GI Joe Day scenario. It turned out that the GI Joe Day, exactly as last year, was a vessel for Hasbro to show us some um, renders, basically, some really cool renders. Um, so, in, so we didn't get uh, an SMS pre-order, but it looks like based on um, the Entertainment Earth drop zone, that we'll be getting um, a classified, it looks like multiple classified um, pre-orders on February 29th at 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1 o'clock e Eastern, which does track with your usual, um, you know, times and and when they do their live events like 11 12 yeah so like it'll be like they'll do the live event maybe at like 10 or 11 a.m eastern and then the pre-orders will go up at one and it all makes sense um so it says in the kind of blurb we'd love to give you a clue about what we're launching and i'm i'm, I'm highlighting the word launching i know that's they didn't have to use that word for this but launching on leap day right i'm i'm wondering if the launching has been is been used because of this it's a, a rocket launcher at the end of the day i i might be you know delving into that a little bit too deep and but i i do expect that if we've got pre-orders on the 29th if it's a live event it's going to be a big one you're probably going to get your four figure wave you're probably going to get your sms you're probably going to see your ferret you're probably going to see norga hide you're probably going to see um what else are we going to see do you think um who else? uh i'm just trying to oh retro you're probably going to see another wave of retro you're probably going to see more 60th now whether they whether they Stardust is a good shout actually, Leon. If that launch does launching mean Starduster, it could be. But the thing is, we've had a Starduster um, name only. We haven't had a, a render. I wonder. I wonder if Starduster might be a little bit further away. But um, clearly a pogo. <laughs> nice one, Robert. Um, so I'm thinking. For me, it makes a lot of sense that we see some of the stuff that's kind of been in the, you know, in the background for a long time. SMS, ferret. I don't think we'll see both of them, but they might reveal the ferret visually like a render. There's a possibility, but I think the pre-order will be the SMS. I think we'll get the SMS pre-order. I think we'll get the four-figure wave that we saw, the dock, jinx, torch, 
uh, Night Creeper wave. Uh, this this is my prediction, basically. Uh, SMS, Doc, Jinx, Torch, Night Creeper. Then I think we'll get three retro figures, a.k.a. Beachhead, Eel, Snow Serpent, maybe revealed, shown off pre-orders, and maybe two 60th new ones, the uh, Marine and the... What is it? The Marine and the Pilot. I think we'll get the Action Marine and the Action Pilot as uh, like maybe reveals and pre-orders. It would be 10. Oh, oh and then Norgahide makes 11. I think they'd do Norgahide as well. Um, what do you think? Do you think that's a possibility? Do you agree with me? I think that's what we're likely to see on the 29th. Stuff that we've seen, obviously, on G.I. Joe Day as renders, I expect to see in, in physical form. And not all of it. Like, maybe Tripwire and Roblox will be safe for Target Zone sort of situation. They might be they might reveal them on the show and say that it's going to be later on sort of um, uh, pre-order sort of situation. Um, we'll see. But that's I, I feel like that is... You know, based on how we've been uh, conditioned for the past three years, I feel like those expectations aren't too far off. Um, so keep that in mind. I'm thinking SMS, four-figure wave, Norgahide, uh, the Beachhead, Eels, Snow Serpent retro figures, and two sixtieth bad boys. That's what I'm expecting. Um, but it might it might be less than that. They might split it up a little bit. And honestly, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if they kind of, you know, eased up a little bit on the pre-order uh, scenario. But um, yeah, and, and if they, I'd, I'd be a little bit kind of perturbed if they dropped exclusives as well on that day. Like it would just be like, oh, seriously? Um, but yeah, because obviously we've seen Tripwire and, uh, and Roblox, haven't we? Now, um, I, I wanted to kind of like, also do this visually as well to kind of highlight it as well um, as I was talking about it. But um, yeah, obviously you can kind of ignore the HasLab uh, guys, but this is just what we have digital renders currently. Um, Doc, Jinx, Tripwire and Roblox for the Joes and the SMS, Techno Viper, Torch, Night Creeper and uh, Norgahide, Porkbelly and Yo Yobbo um, for, the, for, the, uh, for the Cobra team. And I forgot to say McLeod for the Joes lols um so like i said i'm kind of expecting a lot of that to be in this particular 29th of february live event which is now what i've just decided is happening um it, with no no official confirmation i've just decided that it's, ha it's fact hey everyone else does it i might as well start doing it myself right um i'm just kidding but like in terms of the um in terms of again of like the expectation it just feels that that's where we're going with this. Um, that also leaves um, the op the opportunity to see um, name only reveals converted into renders on the show, right? So, I'm like I said, I'm thinking retro beachhead eels and snow serpent will be revealed as um, you know pre orders that day. Um, they again, they might hold off on it, but I just have a feeling that that you know that's going to be the, the the format going forward this year for the big events. I feel like it's going to be four figure wave, figure and pet, figure and vehicle, or figure and vehicle maybe. Um, no, actually, no, both. Yeah, because I'm thinking SMS, aren't I? Um, retro and sixtieth this year. I think that's probably what they're going to do. Uh, it's a lot of stuff, but. I just I just assume that's that's what we're going to be seeing from now on. 
Um, they, like I said, they might split it up, and I'd be happy if they did that and spread it out a little bit more. It would, it would make it a lot easier, I think, for people in general. But that does leave <clears throat> a lot of name onlys that we've had that are left um, for digital render op opportunities. So I think we're going to see, you know, I, I, I have a, a feeling we'll see Starduster. I have a feeling we'll see um, maybe Alpine Iron Grenadiers. The Iron Grenadier Bat, which isn't on the name only reveal because it hasn't been name only revealed. That was an accident, my bad. Um, and maybe that other figure that's in that wave, possibly, that we can't say until they bloody reveal it. Um, so I could see them doing that. Maybe Nemesis Enforcer and Raptor get reveals, uh, renders. Um, I, the Cobra Ferret almost certainly is going to be shown off as a render um, because that has been a long time in knowing it's coming and you know and and getting i think we'll i think we'll see that stuff basically shown off xandar and leatherneck because they're further off in terms of when we're going to see them in the line i think they might not have the renders for that one so i'm thinking like in terms of like we say you know in the kind of order of operations i think stardust is a good shout of seeing um and what he's kind of come with as well as a deluxe figure um, Alpine, Beachhead, Eels, Snow Serpent, Ferret, Iron Grenadiers, um, Raptor, Nemesis, Immortal, and then definitely the rest of that four-figure wave uh, that Alpine and Iron Grenadiers are involved with. Um, I could I could see that in terms of um, uh, digital renders, and they might throw in like a little, you know, like a little um, extra special one that we haven't that we haven't contemplated yet or we haven't thought of yet. So that's a possibility too. And they might just, you know, do that in, uh, as well. So anyway, that is my kind of preview. I might even do like a whole video on this uh, where we just talk about like what, what we can expect and kind of break it down and, and do all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be, uh, uh, even though I've kind of done it on this, I might as well do even more content on it. What do you, what do you reckon? Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think that, yeah, that's everything, right? I think I've covered everything for the for the classified miscellaneous. My goodness, uh, that's that was like a a long part of that episode. Anyway, the last news item we're talking about today is GI Joe Day. Well, let's recap it and let's look at some stuff in some uh, in some detail. Here we go. <laughs> February 1st was, of course, G.I. Joe Day, and both Super 7 and Hasbro had special reveals for the celebration. Super 7 started us off with a brand new batch of Ultimates, including Deke Deco representations of Baroness, Lady J, and Scarlet. Hasbro followed that with a number of render reveals for new classified figures throughout the day of Doc, Torch, Tiger Force, Tripwire, McLeod, and Roadblock, Night Creepers, Jinx, and Norgahide with Porkbelly the Warthog, and Yobbo the Macaque Monkey. Lots to get into, so let's do it. Oh my goodness. So much stuff. It's crazy. I'll just answer a few questions here. Sorry, I missed a few comments before because I was I was in that like tunnel vision, tunnel rat vision. Um uh, Leon says, really want to see those Haslab renders updated. Yeah, same, actually. Uh, especially Crazy Legs, because Crazy Legs is a sketch still, isn't he? Um, Robert H said, I'm very glad they did a lot of new stuff with Jinx. Yep, me too, actually, Robert H. We'll talk about Jinx in a second. Um, Chris has asked, how soon after the Haslab would Crazy Legs and Ripcord be in their regular deco? 
It's a good good question, Chris. Um, I don't think very long, honestly. But you probably they'll probably get pushed to the next phase, I guess, of uh, of, of line plan, shall we say? Uh, so maybe twenty twenty five. But it wouldn't surprise me if if we got them in twenty twenty four. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Like maybe towards the end of the year. Um, anyway. Uh, I want my Moray, says Leon. Yeah, no one ever sees Xandar. That's true. Um, happy GI Joe Day, mates, says Agent 369. Happy GI Joe Day to you guys. Why no Apsara, says Figure Six Pack. Uh, well, I guess they had to cut some aspects out of this of the set to you know, um, for obvious reasons. But, um, I am a little surprised they didn't throw Apsara in there with a the little Tiger Force deco. That would have been really cute. Um, anyway, let's talk. Super Seven first. So uh, the day, the night before, the day before, they posted this teaser of a Deke Baroness Ultimates figure holding the, um, the kind of skull from the Operation Dragonfire miniseries uh, from the Deke cartoon that effectively uh, she finds with Norgahide, and then using Cobra Tech, they channel the power of Operation Dragonfire through this vessel, this um, kind of thing. Anyway. That that's what that was, and lo and behold, the next day they revealed three new ultimates um, of repaints of the Baroness, Lady J, and Scarlet in their Deke colours. Um, this one is effectively like a little bonus wave kind of special GI Joe Day sort of uh, special thing that they wanted to do, uh, like like a quick and neat, quick and dirty, just out there. Um, there will be more ultimates, um, kind of like new ultimates coming. So uh, have no fear on that. Um, but anyway, um, Baroness, like I said, comes with the skull. Um, it's pretty imposing, actually. Quite an interesting um, homage accessory. I quite like it. And like I said, is from that uh, Deke episode. And there's a little Cobra Commander as well. And I said uh, the night before when this was revealed, the teaser was revealed, um, we talked about the Deke cartoon, and I said, I wonder if they you know, give a, a Cobra Commander to as well. And lo and behold, they did. There he is in the in the in the accessories. So I think this Baroness definitely in this three kind of figure like wave, if you want whatever you want to call it, bonus wave. Um I feel that this is the winner because of the homage accessories. Um the deco obviously is is really good. I love that that blue um blue on blue with her. It's really, really cool. The um the, the the skull accessories gnarly as heck uh and then of course she's got the necklace kind of amulet thing again from uh, you can see it there she's wearing it so again you've got both kind of homage accessories and the cobra commander there as well who she manages to transform from that snake to a human utilizing the uh the dragon fire so yeah there you go um so I think, yeah, this one for me is the winner because of the homage accessories, right? Very cool. Then we also got Lady J, again, in that kind of teal color. Again, very... This is the, the beauty part of this Lady J is obviously there was the Lady J that came in the previous, in the wave two, there was all that kind of a hubbub about the heads not being painted. Well, now you've got multiple heads that can go on your other Lady J. So you could always, you know, the end of, worst case scenario, you can use this Lady J to um you know to kind of fix the other one i guess you could say um but anyway um sorry i just missed loads of comments um but anyway that's that's yeah 
your Lady J and all of her loadout. And again, like it's not like crazy loads of homage accessories in this one. Uh, she gets the knife and a and a canteen. She gets a couple of spears, uh, multiple hands, lots of alternate alternate heads. Again, use one of those heads, stick it on your other Lady J. But jobs are jobbing, and um, and then of course the I think that's Baroness's rifle as well. I think someone pointed that out the other or Annihilator even. Yeah, because it was that is a good point actually. That is pretty cool. Uh, anyway, um, that's Lady J. Again, I love that 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 color for her from the deep cartoon and I'm, I'm kind of again i kind of i like seeing not that i'm necessarily going to buy everything that ever comes out but i do like seeing you know certain um fit action figures represent like certain things represented in action figure form and the fact that we're getting deke stuff now is kind of i quite like that i like the fact that we're getting some deke specific stuff does that mean we might get a deke zorana in the next wave or just regular zorana I think it, how good would that wave have been if Adik Zorana, brand new build and everything, Zorana had been in Zorana had been in that that wave because that would have kind of made it a four figure wave. It would have added a lot of new to it, and then you'd know that you'd be getting a Zorana in the future in her regular deco probably as well. But anyway, um, yeah, Ryan, that's a good point actually. Well, again, it's it's. Um, you've mentioned there, not wild about Lady Jane's Scarlet signature weapons only in the bonus pack, but that is a way for Super Seven to in, entice and in, in you know try and get you to buy from them um, and from their you know uh, and doing like the all the figures at the same time. It's effectively marketing, isn't it? At the end of the day, but um, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like you kind of need that bonus pack really to uh, complete Lady Jane and Scarlet, don't you? Um, what name was that, Chris? Zorana was the name I said. Uh, Deke is going deep, Kitty said. Um, and then we got Scarlet. And again, Scarlet is a, it's kind of like, you know, like, again, the Deke colors, very bright, very vibrant, that kind of really bright purple and the kind of really in your face kind of yellow as well. But again, fun, like it. It's, uh, it's, it's a nice kind of vibe for Scarlet. And again, very similar to Lady J, but she does get that. Um, she's got the homage accessory, which I still didn't work out. I think it's a credit card, but I still didn't work it out. Her, her Royal Highness is written on it, HRH. So I'm guessing it's part of that episode with the, when the Queen gets kidnapped. Um, another absolute beauty from the Deke uh, cartoon. Anyway, um, that's your Scarlet as well. And. Um, Here's the bonus pack, the super pack that you get if you order the whole wave from Super 7. You get this exclusive super pack, which, as you said, uh, Ryan, does contain signature weapons, the crossbow for Scarlet, the uh, spear launcher piece, uh, camera and satchel for Lady J, um, and then the Baroness's grenades and uh, like rifle as well is in there. And there's, there's also a spear tip. Uh, for Lady J, just a tip, and three crossbow bolts as well for the crossbow for Scarlet. So yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's a credit card. At the end of the episode, she holds up and says her second favorite battle cry is charge. Thank you, slave. Appreciate that. Um, so that's what that little her, her Royal Highness credit card is. Thank you very much. Yeah, from the channel episode. I just call it from when the Queen gets kidnapped. Uh, the Corgi episode. 
the road the Sonic Fighters Road Pig episode because he's in that, isn't he? Um, I say he's in multiple episodes, but I just love seeing the Sonic Fighters Road Pig. Uh, that bright orange skin is amazing. Um, right there, you go. Super, 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 super seven stuff. Now, um, GI Joe Day followed that up with Hasbro and they thought yeah let's do some let's do some classified reveals like we did last year but let's do loads more than we've done before and let's just churn them out during the day when you're at your busiest Christopher McLeod um and make it really difficult anyway um yeah so they celebrated GI Joe Day by dropping these amazing uh digital renders for the upcoming classified figures doc now I will. Um, a few people were saying this is uh, looks like a deluxe figure, but it's not. He's not a deluxe figure. He is a single carded standard retail figure in the four figure wave with Jinx, Night Creeper, and Torch. Um, and that's why you're seeing those particular figures in order, and why you're seeing them together in the you know in this particular reveal. Um, but there's some really awesome things about this particular figure that I just I'm, I'm just really into. First of all, I love the upgrade. Um, the, the secondary, I feel like if that comes off, which I believe it probably should be able to, even if, if even if it's a bit of like, you know, you've got to take the arms off or whatever, I, I feel like that could come off and you could have your very standard issue dock um, figure underneath. Um, the vest, though, is so cool. We'll get to that in a second. We'll just go through these little things that I wanted to point out in, in like close, close up. So, of course, we've got the removable shades. Um, with the green lenses, and if you look very close at the hair, um, there looks to be kind of a bit of graying going on. So thanks to Darren Marshall for pointing that out to me the other day. Um, but yeah, a little bit of graying above the uh, the arms of the of the glasses, which is really cool. Um, so he's got that Reed Richards vibe going on. A little bit older, I like it. Love the head sculpt. I think he looks phenomenal. I think it's really really cool. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm liking that. Um, a lot actually i really like this doc um head sculpt um also the helmet was point was pointed out to me that he's got little pill pop pops in his in the side of the helmet as well which is really cool so they've added that um in much like you know the, the vintage figure as well so they, they had to kind of make sure those were on there uh i bet he rattles when he runs honestly um yeah it, it definitely looks older doesn't he and they've captured that in the face sculpt absolutely i'm I'm really i'm really into the doc i'm not i'm not kidding i think he looks phenomenal um and also the stuff he comes with is great uh so the vest let's have a close-up on that we've got some cool little tampos on there um you've got the cross you've got the uh the, the other kind of like i don't know what that is actually uh, but yeah, he's, there's a pen and he's got a flashlight by the looks of things. I don't think it's an EpiPen. I think it's just a regular like biro for like, you know, noting, writing notes down, writing things down on, on stuff. But I don't think, I don't think it's necessarily a EpiPen style. Um, or do you mean what's in that pouch? Let me know what you're saying on the EpiPen thing there. Um, is that not a flare? Oh, right. It's a flare, isn't it? Of course it is. Thank you, Toys of the Jedi. I'm an idiot. Of course it's a flare. It's the old, and then, yeah, of course it is. Um, thank you uh, for pointing that out and making me look like an idiot, Toys of the Jedi. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I guess that is, that's going to be like a flare in the pouch then as well, which is pretty cool. So you open that and yeah, brilliant. Removable pouches as well, Miguel. Yes, 100%. Because this is like, 
the same as the or like very similar to the action soldier isn't it which is really cool genius forward thinking on that one definitely um i want to group together all the joes that look like tweaks of their originals like doc grunt rock and roll breaker yeah absolutely that's what i'm doing down here stalker technically with the with the scarf is a re is a tweak of his original um he's going to write you a prescription jg peak absolutely um this Joe is a vegetarian, wrote Doc. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, <clears throat> amazing vest. Love it. Love all the, the gear he's coming with. The stuff that's mentioned in the blurb as well, like a full medipack, which isn't shown on here. So there's, there's lots of cool stuff that might we might even see, you know, beyond what's on the render, which is, again, they, they've been trying to throw everything on the renders in recent um, recently. So it's interesting that they didn't have everything on this one. Um, and they didn't mention the flare and gun and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, we'll also talk about the next one in line, which is friggin' Torch. Oh, actually, let's just go back quickly, because I know I, I was close, clo like closing in on certain things. But the stretcher is really cool. Now, I don't know how the straps are going to work right, because for one thing, they look molded, but I wonder if they're just like loops um that are loose loops that the, the the figure can kind of like slide through um i'm not 100 sure on that but then maybe they might be like flexible uh they might be a bit squidgier and there might be like loose loops because obviously you're not going to have like connectors they, they might connect they might tab i don't know but it doesn't to me I'm, I'm not sure it might just be easier if they were loops and you slide slide the figure in if you know what i mean um but anyway um, the stretcher looks great. It's foldable as well to make things easier to carry. And it pegs on his back, apparently. So you fold it up and stick on his into backpack. I mean, that's genius. That is genius. I'm really excited about it. Um, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, the 25th stretcher had pouches, etc., on the underside. Yes, it did, Leon. I hope this does. Well, it might do, because obviously we can't see the other side, can we? There are two peg holes at the top as well. So you can see the pegs at the bottom and the peg holes at the top. So when it folds in, it connects and pins 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 together. That's pretty dope as well. Um, flare gun and a taser, apparently, yes. Um, and his little, a little holster, which I'm guessing goes on the vest somewhere, maybe on the back. Maybe they just took it off to show it, uh, but it like maybe goes to the back of the belt, possibly. Uh, and of course, yeah, so brilliant stuff. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so anyway, yeah, love Doc. Torch, another beautiful design uh, for me. They've gone really, they've done some really good stuff with the Dreadnoughts, I feel. Um, really, really good stuff. Um, I'm, a Ripper just looks like such an awesome figure. I can't wait to get that one in hand. Um, Buzzer as well, actually. But like in terms of this Torch, I love the, the the extra touches they've gone to here. Now, um, will the stretcher fit under the dragonfly? We don't know yet, do we? But I'm, I'm, we're hoping so. Um, I would be surprised if it didn't, honestly. Um, do those pivot points in the middle of the stretcher turn to lock it flat? Yes, Toys of the Jedi. It folds, basically. Uh, and then there, there's a two pegs on one end and two peg holes on the other, and they go together, and then it pegs on um, Doc's back as a backpack as well. Um, because that's said in the it's 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 written in the uh, the blurb on that particular figure. Sorry, just dropped something. Um, love this torch though. Let's talk about torch. We obviously we saw the we saw the head in advance, and we the pre-production head, and it's 
brilliant. I don't think it's going to be removable shades, but honestly, that's not a bad thing because I think there have been some issues with Buzz's shades. Um, there's been some issues with even even with Ripper shades. I, I'm not a massive fan actually of the ones that have them. Um, Baroness is okay because she's got the hair that kind of pinches the shades in, but Cobra Island Roadblock, forget about it. My shades hardly ever stay on him. Uh, Destro P PDD Destro, his shades kind of just rest on his head basically. Um, the ones that came with Chuckles again, not really like very secure. They do fall off a little bit, and then the fact that um you know the fact that um buzz is having issues as well makes me think oh, let's just mold them on let's just mold them on and it works for torch because you very rarely see him without the 25th figure had him yeah but like uh, you very rarely see him as a character without shades uh even when he's dressed up as a, a copper they all do it and they would keep their shades on it's quite funny and i know that um obviously um Ripper's shades fall off when he has the crash in Flint's vacation, doesn't he? Or so one of them does do. I think it might be Buzz's shades fall, come off when he crashes. Uh, it might actually be Torch now, thinking about it. But anyway, but Ray says no, the glasses need to come off. I don't know. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I don't think they do, uh, honestly. Um, we should hope for some bikes, Diana. Yes, um, I feel like it needs it needs to be done. Um, yeah, anyway, let's let's talk about some of the aspects to this particular figure. I love the design, uh, the blast effects as well. Love the fact we've got three blast effects. We've got the kind of um the little kind of flame coming out of the uh, eyes of the skull on the uh flamethrower, which we'll look at a bit closer in a second. But then we've also got actual flame effects for the end of the, you know, where where the flame actually fully comes out. Um you know, dangerously, should we say, you've got a small one to make it look like it's just, you know, on, but not, you know, absolutely kicking out heat. And you've got two different um, kind of like a, almost like a, one of those flames that you kind of like, you're turning at the same time. So it's flaring the flame out a little bit to one direction, not the, not the group. And then one just big giant flame ball going forward. So I love the fact we've got some options there uh, in the flame effects. Uh, the backpack, of course, plugs into the into the actual flamethrower as well. He's got two pistols to go in the in the um, side holsters. He's he's great. Now let's look at some of the details. Obviously, the head sculpt is gorgeous. The shades, I don't know. I, I'm going to say they're molded on, but this would have been a figure where the shades would make sense to have them slot into the side of the head. Do you know what I mean? Like this would make sense because you've got hair to kind of like hide the the arms of the shades underneath. I don't know. Maybe it was a little bit too complex and they decided against it. But the face sculpt looks phenomenal. The beard is great. The headband, love it. The the curtains, phenomenal stuff. The little choker necklace piece, the actual skull necklace itself. Just loads of cool details. The chains and the skulls on the on the leather jacket, the texture of the leather on the on the jacket as well. I really hope that when you flip this one round on the back of the jacket is that Andrew Frank's designed motorcycle logo, motorcycle club logo, which he did for the 25th. And um, yeah, I hope it appears on this as well. Um, that would be great. Zips as well. There's so many little details on it. They're so good. Um, also the tattoos on the wrist. I and mean, you've got these like chain secondaries on the wrist as well, which are really cool. More zips on the jacket as well, you can see there. But like that flame tattoos are well good. I jokingly said he looks like Optimus Prime now from the movies. Is there tint on those shades? Good question. 
possibly. Or maybe it's just the light hitting. I think it's one color and it's just the way that the light's hitting it. Um, but pretty cool if there is some sort of tint or something going on with them um, rather than just being black. Oh, confirmed to be molded on by the sculptor. Thank you, Miguel. Interesting. Okay, well, that that answers that question. Um, but yeah, still look great. And I'm still happy. I'm kind of happy that, that they've done that, honestly. Um, those boots, though, yeah, knee highs, almost thigh highs. But they're, they're, again, it's to, you know, to protect him from all of the flames. Um, the flame flower effects are fire. I'm sorry, I'll see myself out. Yes, Michael, go and do that. Um, buzzer, scholar, ripper, reads at fifth grade level, torch, illiterate. It's like the levels, isn't it? As it's three stooges as they go down. Um, are the flames backwards? Is it the hotter parts or the fire are lighter and inside and the cooler parts are red? Or do I have that backwards? Usually. Are you... <laughs> Searches for flames on. Uh... That's a good point, actually. Let's have a look. I'm sure they would have looked at flames, though. Do you know what I mean? Should be yellow is usually the interior, isn't it? And then it's the darker colors on the outside. Um, that's how they're usually represented. It's even shown on his tattoo, technically. But no, you can kind of see that. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because red is on the exterior, you can see the red, but you, you can only see elements of the yellow. So technically, they've got it right. If it was a flat flame, um, looking like from the side, I guess. But this is this is a flamethrower, isn't it? So they've probably looked at like when flamethrower effects. Um, yeah, let's look at flamethrowers because you'll see then from a flamethrower what it looks like. Although I say that, but that also kind of looks just all yellow, honestly. Um, but you've got a point there. And let's, yeah, there's a good example of it. That's like an old school one that they, yeah, I think they might have got the colors the wrong way around. I think you're right there, Diana, because if you look at that flame, it's very yellow in the center, and then it's got the kind of the darker colors on the exterior. But maybe if you turn the the, the effect, you'll probably find that it's got yellow in a center and then red on the, do you know what I mean? Like it's probably, you can just angle it the way you want. Um, so yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily a, a case of getting it, um, the wrong way round. I think they've probably just like, you know, given you a, 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 a difference all the way round the flame. You're just seeing it from one angle effectively here. Um, but it's a good point And it's one that maybe we can look at when we actually get the figures in, um, in hand. Anyway. Um, the boots are for protection from hot motorcycle exhaust pipes. Good, good shout. Um, they will. They think they will put anything on the back of his vest. Yeah, I just said that, Fluffle. I, I was hoping that they do have um, that Andrew Frank's designed uh, bike logo kind of on the back. Um, again, I don't think just because you have got a backpack hole and it doesn't mean anything. We've seen loads of figures with stuff on you know, on the back with a with a bloody hole in it. So I wouldn't necessarily, um, you know, 
I wouldn't necessarily uh, say that they're not going to do that. I think they would. I think they might. I hope they do. Um, inaccurate flames. I'm out. Um, yeah, true. They might. They got it. The, they might have got it the wrong way around in that sense. Absolutely. I I just feel like it might not be exactly as we as it seems. Um, but yeah, I know exactly what you're saying though. It should be that the yellow is the core and then the red is the exterior. It might, it might have looked a bit wrong. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we'll see, I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, love the, love the, love this aspect and uh, love this, the design aspects on this guy, even the, the chain belt that he's got running through his jeans. He just wears chains on everything. He's all, everything's chains. He probably has one in his wallet as well. Um, now, this was brought up a few times, like the spelling of Knox. Shouldn't it be N-O-K-S and all that kind of stuff? And yeah, effectively, it should be, I think. Um, that I will leave this one for Lenny to talk about on the live stream. But there is a reason for it, apparently. Um, so yeah, just wait for that is all I'll say on that one. Um, but again, love the fact that we've got a backpack for him. He needed a backpack, uh, at least out of all three of them. He, this torch needed it, so I'm glad he actually gets it. Um, and I do like the uh, this little uh, addition scribbling on the back as well. It's really cool. Um, yeah, lo love these little touches. Um, and then this is the little skull. It's kind of like the because uh, obviously with the flamethrower, you've got like a I want to say like a vent. For maybe to kind of, ha I guess at the top, and what they've done is they put this skull over the edge of it, like with the mouth open, where the actual flame comes out of, and so you've got coming out of the vent, you've got flames just coming out of the eyes as well, so always. So it's just so dope, isn't it? Basically, Diana's ex Diana's said it in the in the comments, Ray. If you can see what Diana's just said above you, um, but like, like I said, I'll, I'll leave Lenny to explain it. But um, yeah, the it's already been mentioned technically by a lot of people that he isn't the smartest guy in the room. But anyway, yeah, the flames and all that kind of stuff, um, brilliant stuff, love it. And then you've got Tripwire, McLeod, and Roadblock in Tiger Force form. Now, funny story about this one. I did mention this yesterday. Um, was it yesterday? Or was it the day before yesterday? It's probably Thursday. Well, it was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Now, we were given the information that we were getting Tripwire and Roadblock as a Target exclusive two-pack for, for Tiger Force. And I was like, nah, it won't be a two-pack. <laughs> it can't be. There's no precedent for it. Of course, there'll be two separate figures. Lo and behold, no, looks like they're going to be a two-pack. So we can confirm that this is going to be a two-pack. Um, and it's going to be Tripwire and Roadblock and McLeod. So I thought that was really interesting, though, because like there's been, never been any precedent for a two-pack in Target exclusives to this point. And I was thinking, like, why would they do that? But then maybe, sorry, maybe they wanted to get some figures out a bit quicker. Um, they want to kind of, like, finish off, you know, try and finish off the team, at least. Um, but then also the fact, I, I was fully expecting just this Tripwire. This version of Tripwire, this secondary, this neck piece, this helmet, the backpack with the mines and the mine detector, and the and the pistol. That's what I was expecting in Tiger Force form for the two pack. The fact they decided to put McLeod and the remote control in has just made my life again. Like I am so happy, 
So yeah, technically it's a three pack Sith Viper. You're totally right because McLeod is 100% a character in this one. Um, it's just I, again, just brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. I think I've forgotten to zoom in on something. I have. Uh, I can't change it now. But um, there is a, a brilliant little addition on um, Roadblock's backpack, which I, I forgot to do a zoom in on um, for this particular group of slides. But it's no biggie. You can kind of see it from here. It says Chef on his backpack. And we'll get, I'm saying that now because obviously I'm going to go past this image and we start looking at some close ups in a second. But um, the first close up I want to look at is me. I mean, McLeod. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Give me some ego, please. A little bit of ego. It's I, I like it. I think it's great. I'm really into the fact that, you know, um, some little element of my homage name is in there. Uh, McLeod's great. I love this little robot. And obviously, the fact that, I'm, that they're doing one now that's going to have Tiger Deco on it, like a vehicle, is just, like, unbelievably cool. You want me to make that face? There you go. See? Perfect likeness. Perfect likeness. Um, is Roblox nine inches tall or is Tripwire four inches tall? It's a little bit of both there, Redfin, I think. Um, it's, it's a shame Apsara isn't in this set for sure. That I mean, Apsara was dra dropped, trapped, um, and the secondary helmet neck piece and secondary and actual secondary um, was dropped as well. And was this anything else in, in the Tripwire? I can't think if there's anything else uh, with Tripwire other than those um, that I'm forgetting. There might be, but it's a shame. But we do have, Apsara still lives. We still have her. So she can like, you know, she can go between, you know, she can she can host between the two. And if, if you're like me and you want two different versions of Tripwire on display, you'll end up with two Apsaras anyway. So, you know. Be proud. They could have named the rat McLeod. That's true, Leon. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I'd have, I'd have been, I'd have been all over that as well, and been really happy. I've been great. Uh, they should have given the tiger face a beard. Oh, Diana, you're amazing. That would have been hilarious, wouldn't it? Um, somebody made a digital render of Apsara painted like a tiger, and it's hilarious. I did see that, and uh, let's have a look at it. And I'll call out who it was as well because. Uh, um, it's, it's worthy of that, isn't it? Sean Dickin, it was, who um, inspired by an idea from Jason Fox um, and posted on a classified, GI Joe classified community page. Um, I just want, let's have a look at the, at that. Isn't that brilliant? So shout out to those guys involved in that, of course, as I said. Um, I think it was done by Sean Dickin, inspired by an idea from Jason Fox. And even Chris Duval says he deserves to be included. Or she, because it is a she, Apsara. But there you go. Look at that. Isn't that brilliant? I, I think that's I think that's genius. And I'd be all over that. They've even given Apsara the, the, the mouth, like the the painted mouth uh, as well, and eyes. Just genius stuff. Anyway, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Um, whoever it was that reminded me of that. Um, who was it that reminded me of that? Oh, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan, for reminding me. Um, there you go, Ray. You've seen it. Chris, you need a Tiger Force hat for your live streams now that you're a member. Flaffle, I do have um, a Mizzou hat with a tiger on it. I, I usually wear that as well. I, I need to dig it out. 
I'll wear that on the next on the next episode just for you. Um, Apsara unfortunately was very good at finding mines, Justin. <laughs> That's so dark. Um, so the, the storyline goes that he joins the Tiger Force team after uh, Apsara finds a mine and is no longer uh, mate. That's so, so harsh and funny at the same time. The rats at the factory ate the mold, says Redfin. That's a good, that's a really good narrative. Um, Apsara got killed by evil Timon and Pumba. Absolutely. Lana. We'll get to that in a second, actually. You're right there. Um, is this the two-pack that isn't an army builder? I remember you mentioned we'd be getting something like that. Yes, Miguel. So this two-pack is obviously a separate target exclusive listing, etc., etc. The Whip Snakes Troop Builder two-pack is unknown at this point. And a lot of people are speculating that it might be Royal Guards because Whip Snakes and our Atlas are lacrosse names. So they they share the same theme, professional lacrosse teams. And Atlas is Nemesis Immortal, so therefore, by default, people are thinking that the Royal Guards might be the two-pack, which is totally plausible. But even though themes do exist within Hasbro's um, listings, at the same time, they do bait and switch. So it might be something completely different. Uh, it might just be, you know, it might be... Um, I don't, I'd, I'd, I'd honestly, I couldn't even speculate because I don't even know, I can't even think... Of, there's anything else they could do. I mean, there's loads of different like multi-pack troopers they could do that already exist. But yeah, just to answer that question, this two-pack of the tripwire and roadblock is not whip snakes, which is the listing that you're talking about there. Um, the Joes aren't cruel. They're not about to paint a rat like a tiger. Maybe, but they did paint a cat black. So. <laughs> They did paint Max black. Um, Doc looks great. Shug it. I haven't said Shaggy in a while, have I? But that's because people haven't been saying it in the comments. Uh, didn't even see the pill capsules. Some people are watching this a lot later. In the, I'm, I'm well ahead of where they're, where they're watching it. Um, yes, I'm rolling at an early time. I'm sorry, Zaymar. Apologies. Um, will we see Tiger Force Falcon soon? Oh, yeah, because there was that Chinese variant figure, wasn't there? Yes, which kind of used, like, it was it was, it was, was Flint, wasn't it, technically? But it had a falcon head sculpt, but it was like Tiger Force Flint. Maybe. It's a possibility, isn't it? I mean, you could argue that that is an homage that could work, but, but I would want to see a Night Force Falcon before that, and I would want to see a new head sculpt before that. Please and thank you. Um... Right, let's get to the let's get to the deco on these. Well, first of all, I do like this little touch on uh, Tripwise uh, backpack as well. Nice, like nice aspects of color because obviously the blue is new for the is or is that just the inside without the mines, which I can't take out because like, it's really impossible to get the mines out of the backpack. He says instantly getting the mine out of the backpack. Um, it's the base, isn't it? Just behind them where the mines fit. But I just want to see if there's any color on this one man that's really hard to get out how do you guys get the mines out of the backpack because i'd never i've put them in and never bothered retrieving them again and there's only one that goes in isn't there i think or maybe two go in 
I'm not getting that out. Not today. Not in a good time. Anyway, I can't tell if the is the if there's blue in the background on the on the other one, but I like the the deco changes up here and, and the 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 deco and the and the stuff on the uh, on the little kind of keypad as well. Really cool. Um, the backpack looks like a turntable playing at the club. It does a little bit. Nightclub force, yay! There is animal friendly fur dye. True, I, we could do that, but I'm I'm pretty sure they just doused him in black paint in the uh, night force they didn't have time they just literally spray painted him um max i'm talking about yeah one goes in there okay cool but but is the is it blue in the backpack is what i'm saying or is that a new deco touch on this particular backpack just that's all i'm trying to ascertain here but i can't get the bloody mine out so i can't tell anyway let's move on um now let's talk about the deco here because we're not looking at just your standard tiger stripes anymore, are we? Oh, you're right, yeah. Got it. I found the tab on the quadrant, and it is blue in the back. Thanks to whoever said that. Matt, thank you. Yes, there's a tab. I've just dropped the mine on the floor, and I'm never getting that back. But there is a tab on the that you get your nail underneath and pull it out. So yeah, that is a much easier way. There is a blue. It is blue, and it's got the it's got green uh, deco on it with the little thing on it. So it's you can it's, there is a lot of difference there. Um, green backpack instead of grey. The blue's still there. I like that. And then they've yellow instead of green, uh, which is really cool. Anyway, really, really, yeah. Let's talk about the um, the the deco on this one because this isn't going to match. With the rest of the crew, is it? It's like different. It's like camouflage now. They've gone camo on it. Um, but I've got to say, how beautiful that is. I, I just think it looks great. I think he looks great in the deco. I, I just, I'm really into this release. So into it. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, I'm gonna have to watch my step now because there's a mine somewhere un underfoot. Um, and there's the deco on Roblox pants. It's kind of carried over isn't it from uh tripwire so that they match at least but they're not going to really necessarily completely go with the rest of the tiger force team i mean they will they'll all be together but it's interesting that they've got that that going on um it looks great though i'm not going to lie um now the other thing about roadblock is the amazing like for like it's almost like war paint like he's got his he's got on his fingers he's got the paint on his fingers and he's just done that like it, it looks really cool. It kind of looked like a scar at first. I thought, is he is he been attacked by a tiger? No, it's not that on the nose. Even there, yeah, like that pun on the nose, literally is on his nose. Um, it, effectively, it just looks like he's yeah, he's got the paint on his fingers and he's done that, which is kind of cool. Um, really and in, really into it um, in a big way actually. Uh, I like that they're doing these kind of quirky things with uh, Tiger Force. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like Flint's. Um, eye makeup or face makeup i should say but i really i'm really digging that um but the thing with flint is that he's got your standard deco for tiger stripes on his um you know on his shirt so it's interesting that they decided to go a completely different direction um with with those man i can't wait to unbox these bloody things not enough hours in the day to do unboxing videos um it does look like he's been run over a bit doesn't it diecast uh, it wraps around the side of the head too. You're right, Pen. I was going to mention that because I didn't. I noticed this when I did the zoom in today. 
um, you can see at the top right of the of his head, not his left. Your as you look at it to the top right of his of his noggin, you can see the lines almost continuing around the back. So it's like he's kind of done that and then like lifted the hand off and then it's come back on again as he's gonna. I don't know. It just looks really cool. Um, I need to send Tripwire and McLeod to retrieve the mine before you get blown up, says Felix. That's a really good point. Off you go, guys. Go find it. <laughs> I'm going to need them because I drop stuff on this floor and even... Oh, I can see it. No, I can see it. It's fine. It's, it's been found. <laughs> that was such an anticlimax, wasn't it? Going to send the team out? No, not at all. Um I yeah, how seen for Tiger Force Sabretooth Wreckage uh, Firefly repaints as figure six pack. Well, we I, I'm all I'm all I'll say on that one is that it's a very strong possibility. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, then of course we've got the Marduce, which I did a little zoom in on because we've got the little Tiger Force logo, in, which I think is kind of cute as well. Uh, I should have worn my Tiger Force sweater today that's got that exact logo on it, but no, I'm not forward thinking in any way, shape, or form, am I? Um, but Roblox did, Roblox did the war paint first, and it looks so cool. Flint did it, but he went too far and looks silly. I think he looks great. Maybe it's just the silliness in me coming out. I don't know. Probably is. Um, Flint went so heavy on the makeup and didn't leave much for Roblox. That's what happened, Leon. Yeah, big time. Um, oh, I kind of agree with that toy reclaimer. There's a few things on Firefly that I hope they sort out. Yeah, the the like the waist and also one thing that that I think I'm the only person that had this. Where are you, Firefly? Where are you? I can't see you. Where the hell are you? You should be around here somewhere. I can't. I don't I have no idea where Firefly. Oh, he's on the top. He's Mark. I can't get him. My Firefly. One of the quadrant. If you look at the body, the top of the, the torso and then like the bottom of the torso is got camo all over it except one of my quadrants on the figure of the of the body doesn't have the the camo on it it's got gray the base but doesn't have the camo splotches on it so random but i will be getting another one just to double just to make sure that i have so like okay my two issues with the with the classified series so far have been that firefly doesn't have all of his paintwork on him and low light is missing a bipod that's not bad actually in, in the grand scheme of things, is it really? Um, what was going to say? Um, right, let's move on to the helmet, um, which again, you can see they've put little tiger stripes in there and made it yellow and black. So, or maybe green. It's hard to tell in it really from uh, the, the this particular image. I think it might be green, like a dark green. But um, there's a really, I don't know, just looks really awesome, really good way of updating that helmet, which was originally just all yellow with the tiger stripes on it. Uh, but really cool. Um, now, let's get on to the Night Creeper, the Night, the Night Man, the Night Creep, the Night Creeper. It does look a little brown as well, Toy, actually, on the helmet. Yeah, could be brown, could be green, could be black. Who knows? We'll find out soon, I guess. Um, so, Night Night Creep, the Nacht Creeper. I need to work out what that actually is in German, don't I? What's Night Creeper in German? Siri. No, it doesn't want to talk to me. I see how it is. I see how it is. What's Night Creeper in German? 
It's Nachtkrieper. I said it in German. <laughs> I got it right. Creeper is creeper is creeper in German, apparently. Uh, so Nachtkrieper. Thank you, Siri. Um, right. I always say thank you to my AI because I don't want to. I want to be in that position where I'm you know, in like Terminator or whatever, where they're like, because you said thanks to us all the time, we're not going to murder you in a hideous way. Um, just keeping the options open. Okay, that's all it is. Um, the Nacht Creeper. Um, you just triggered my Siri, said Leo. Sorry, sorry. Uh, at same, I think I've activated everybody's uh, by the looks of it. Apologies. Anyway, here we go. Night Creeper. Love this. Absolutely wonderful. Nailed it. Love every second of this. Um, lots of things to point out here, so I'll just go straight into the design is on point. That is one beautiful figure for the Night Creeper. Uh, the deco, the camo, much like Tiger Force now on the Night Creeper's legs. I'm so happy it's on there. Um, that was like 100% needed to be on there. The crossbow, yes, and bolt, of course. Get that in there. They've thrown in the climbing spike hand and the shuriken throwing hand. You've got those two little cool little knife blade things, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm sure have probably been included in someone's uh, loadout somewhere down the line already. Um, the backpack is a great addition as well with two spots for the swords, whereas you only had one, I think, previously on the vintage figure. And the swords, they've gone with the swords, guys. Madam Two Swords. Well, let, let's talk about those in a second. Let's zoom in on everything first. That head sculpt, we've seen it pre-production-wise. Absolute beauty. Um, really, really impressed with the uh, with the head sculpt on this one. I'm guessing it's the... It's a head inside and then like a loose kind of fitting hood and dome uh, that kind of sits on top. Um, but that's great. Um, phenomenal stuff. Absolutely phenomenal stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and again, we've seen the pre-production heads. We knew they were going to be great. And it, it's everything I wanted it to be and more. I love this. The secondary's got black in it as well, like black and like a subdued chrome rather than like a really bright, shiny silver. Loving it. Um, and the, the subtle differences in color as well. You've got the kind of purple in like the hood, but then you've got a, like a different purple, like a, almost like a reddish purple in the face mask and the body. Um, you've got obviously the deco with the gray on the pants with the, again, purple and a dark gray on there. Just phenomenal stuff. Um, I just, I'm all over this. You can tell the legs are, are they the snake eyes legs? That panel looks very familiar. Anyway, you'll tell me anyway if, if those top bits are Snake Eyes legs or whoever's legs they are. Um, but again, brilliant. Um, love this figure, man, all over. Now, here's the other aspect that I haven't mentioned yet, and that's the version two head. I'm so glad, actually. Like we did, we were told that the Night Creeper was going to come with the two heads, and it was going to be in the version one figure, and we were like, mm, interesting. Um, but I love the fact that they've decoed it to match this Night Creeper. Now, obviously, that makes a lot, you know, you're probably thinking, well, obviously, they would do that. Otherwise, it would look weird if you put it on the figure. But when you hear version two head, you tend to think that, you know, it's going to be the version two head, deco and all. Um, but I love the fact that one, this kind of gives you the option to put on this figure and you've got like a different, you know, you've got options for your army build, right? Which I get, like, it makes sense. But then also pre-determines the fact that we're getting the V2 in the future. 
with the right deco. And I wonder, and I've been contemplating this for a few days now, if they are planning to do, stay with me on this one, a retro-carded V2 on Ninja Force card back, retro card back. Could you imagine? I would be all over that. I would be so happy if they did that. Um, and then obviously you get the head again, you, Kitty said, you get the that version of the figure, boom. I, I, yeah, please, come on, let's do it. Let's do this. And it will, like, I'm so fatigued with the same retro card back thing all the time, like the same black card back with the same explosion every single time. They never do anything like, they never veer into any other arenas with it. And it just, it kind of bugs me a little bit. So anyway, pre, pre-tool, lovely stuff. And it looks great. And it looks great in that deco, honestly. I'm going to do a, a Photoshop where I put that head on that figure. Someone's probably already done it anyway. But I'm going to do that later and just uh, see what it looks like as a standalone. Um, but anyway, I think it's great. Nightclub, Night Force, Creeper. Thank you, Justin. Um, and the backpack as well, I just wanted to show that's got the kind of like the arrows kind of on there as well. Like uh, probably not, that's molded on, I imagine. Of course it will be. But the, the spots for the swords, for both swords. And then let's look at the swords. I'm so happy they did these. I'm so, so happy they did the, the jagged edge one and they did, and not the group from the 90s. Uh, and the uh, or the two thousands, I should say, and the and the kind of like the pronged one that's kind of like got those horrible barbs on it. Um, I love it. I love that the both handles are different. Just everything about this figure is wins. Everything about this figure is wins for me. So happy. So happy. Um, any comparisons with the origin movie line Night Creeper figure? I mean, not really. It's a completely different build design. They've got the deco on the pants. The heads are different. It's pretty. It's pretty different um, across the board. Obviously, it shares similarities because they're based on the same original vintage figure. But um, yeah, very, very different to the uh, Snake Eyes movie Night Creeper. Anyway, there's a giant kebab missing from that sword. Big time, Leon. Big time. Um, anyway, brilliant stuff. Now let's continuing on with the most amazing reveals. We're we're well in overtime at the moment. Sorry, guys. Uh, Jinx, I am in love with this figure, genuinely in love with this figure. She is phenomenal. Uh, I love the update. I love the fact that it kind of, um, I've been calling it retro-proofing, where you kind of make a figure a certain way for the classified series proper, and then you kind of make changes to it so that you can change it for a retro release in the future. And I feel like that's what's happening here with Jinx. I feel like we could have your kind of classified update, sleeveless, tattoo, um, unmasked head, all that kind of good stuff, right? And then for a retro release, you could drop a lot of that stuff. You could just have the, uh, the. it's not a Naginata, but that's what the original figure was described as having on the card back. But I've been told it's not, and I've looked, and Naginata is actually just a, a, it's a long pole with a blade on one end, right? Uh, that long kind of curved blade on the end of a pole. Is effectively what a Naginata is. Um, I don't know what this is called, and I've searched high and low. The closest I could get to was a was it a Bishumi something Yari or something? It's it's got a two net. It's got like a long name, but again, it, it only it doesn't describe that exactly. 
but it would be a double-ended version of that. But anyway, I've found it very difficult to find the name of that particular weapon if it's based on something. Do you know what I mean? In any case, it's wicked. And I could see them doing a retro version of this figure where they change the arms. They just have the hooded head and you get the sword and the and the the the, 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 the staff, we'll call it, the double-ended staff. Um, I could see them doing that for the retro release, honestly. So anyway, just throwing that out there. Um, I think it's called the Pop Culture McNinja Staff. Thank you, Michael. We'll call it that. Um, who's going to pose their jinx with Falcon? Probably not, unless we get a good uh, Falcon in the future. Um, how does the blindfold attach? Does it clip or wrap? It's 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 basically a loop. So you're looking at it from the front. If you were to look at it from above, it would be like that with the the, ta the tassel. So it would just loop over the top of the head and go across the eyes. Um, so that's how it attaches. It's effectively, yeah, it's, it's a loop. Um, yeah, it, it's a Naginata spear, Miguel. That's what the, that's what the original on the original card back. It's written at the side of the of the Jinx Naginata spear, right? But it's not a Naginata is not what that is. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the actual official term for that weapon is something else, but we don't know what it is. Um, we just know it's not a Naginata because a Naginata is a spear with a blade, a curved blade at the end on on, on one end. Very different um, in terms of you know what when you're naming these weapons, I guess. Um, you, they could argue it might be a double-ended Naginata family sort of weapon, uh, or maybe they were just struggling to find a name for it, so they just put Naginata down. Uh, but yeah, that, that they're continuing to call it that 100%. But it, it technically it's not. Um, just being a, just being nerdy on that one. But that's because someone mentioned it in the comments last time. Um, okay, time to Google lens it. Do it, Miguel. Do it. Um, yeah. Anyway, Jinx, beautiful. Look at that. I mean, stunning. I can't. Get, I love the hair, and I think it's because my hair looks like that when I don't have a hat on. I think I like it because she's got my haircut. <laughs> I like this jinx because she's got my wavy haircut. Um it's brilliant. The, the face sculpt absolutely gorgeous. Um I love the necklace. That's a really nice touch as well. The obviously the dragon motif. Uh, I love the fact they kept that. Um the tattoo looks really dope as well. Um I'd like to see their what their uh, basis on the tattoo is, like what the reasoning for it is, if there's any kind of background to it. Um there's a lot going on there. There's also kind of like pink floral aspects to it as well. So it's very, very awesome. Um, yeah, really, really just 100% behind this figure, <laughs> Kitty said. Um, it's just, just so, so amazing. Absolutely love it. And again, I love the fact they gave her my haircut. Um, and then, of course, you've got the hooded um, head alternate. And like I said, the, the removable blindfold, which is effectively um, a loop if you look at it from above. Tiger Force Jinx. I didn't talk about that on the last one, but that is a great point. Of course, you know, this does mean we're probably going to get a Tiger Force Jinx, and I'm all over that. It'll be the Battle Cat deco as well, won't it? The green with the orange stripes. 100%. Let's do it. Let's do it. Please and thank you. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, brilliant stuff. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, <clears throat> Norgahide and Pork Belly and Yobbo. Funny, funny story. We had a listing sent to us uh, a while back 
for Norgahide. And so w this is how we knew Norgahide was the, the, the name, the, the internal code word name. Um, what's interesting about, about this is the fact that, um, what is it? Um, the, on the listing, it said Norgahide, and then ne next to that, or underneath it, it said pork by oboe. And I was like, what does pork by oboe mean? Is that the name of the is that the name of the warthog? Have they called it pork by oboe? And I was like, I, I couldn't really understand what what it what it meant, what it was. So I didn't like like reveal that information because I couldn't work it out or confirm what it was what it was trying. I just thought it was a mistake. Um, it turns out that pork by was just a abbreviation of pork belly, or no, pork B, and then it was cut off. And then Yobbo was the name of the macaque monkey. So it was just so funny to me that that was there in, in front of me the whole time. And I didn't know, even though I could see it with my eyes, I didn't know that those were the names. So that, I think that's just really funny and cute. But anyway, Norghide, sensational. Uh, there's so much about this that I love, right? The hat, the head sculpt, we've seen the pre-productions of those and they look great. The secondary jacket with the the, the with the, the leopard print or the animal print I should say and then all of the so many like teeth and claws I guess they're claws aren't they unlike the hat the necklace the buttons on his um on his vest on the wrist as well he's just covered in them it just shows you how many animals he's murdered the absolute psychopath um the anarchy tattoo is on there I'm so happy they've added that and they've given him another tattoo on the other arm I'm so glad they've done that as well like giving him more the armband is on there too. That's got claws on it as well. My goodness, he's covered in them. He's got grenades on his belt. Just just amazing stuff. Uh, the, the dog tags as well. I've got a feeling that the secondary um, jacket is attached to that necklace. I feel like it's one piece, and that's how it kind of it probably keeps it more stable. Um, and, I, and I love the wrist, um, the kind of leather, studded leather wrist kind of um, strap as well. That's really cool. Um, just, I'm just so glad they did so many vintage-inspired things with this one, and, and then added new things like the macaque monkey called Yobbo, who, hear me out, I thought would be really good if you put in a patch on his eye. How good would this monkey be with Zanzibar? I mean, I think if they ever do Zanzibar with the air skiff, which I think is a, I think is a real no-brainer because that figure would be phenomenal. It would be a the detail they could put into that pirate is crazy, and an air skiff vehicle with it. So obviously, you know, maybe they were probably thinking, well, if we're gonna if we're gonna do a Zanzibar and air skiff at some point, maybe throwing an animal in there would be a bit overkill. So at least Yobbo could end up with Zanzibar if Zanzibar ever comes out. Uh, just my just my two cents on that one because I think it would work so well with Zanzibar having a little eye patch monkey like a pirate. It's just phenomenal stuff. Um, that machete is gnarly as hell as well. And it has loops to go around his wrist, much like the original machete did with Norgai. So really happy they included that as a kind of, what's the word, like a, an original piece for Norgai. But that machete is gnarly as hell and is just like the original. I love it. Absolutely love it. Anyway, Yobbo, great, great addition to the animal kingdom for the G.I. Joes. My goodness, this the classified animal kingdom is phenomenally large now, isn't it? Um, I think it's two loops. Yeah, it's got like, if you look at that line at the back of the, um, yeah, you can see it's two loops actually, because I've zoomed in on it. Um, so it'll basically like 
it'll basically act like a go around his wrist and then the the blade will stick out like a wolverine claws sort of vibe um there was a convention version of Norgahide, but he got replaced with someone else who wore his gear. Isn't there a side story to that? Yes, figure six pack. Go watch Let's Talk Classified Norgahide, because I talk about it in detail there. But eff effectively, the cliff notes are that uh, Dreadnought Crusher um, is the character they utilized with basically Norgahide's entire body and the Warthog and accessories. But then the head is Zangief from the. Um, uh, Street Fighter 2 line. So they had the Zangief head on the Norgahide body and they created Dreadnought Crusher. Um, and, and in the file card, they talk about the fact that Dreadnought Crusher and Norgahide went missing on a uh, hunting trip with Crusher. So what they're insinuating is that he killed Norgahide or, or, you know, tied him up somewhere, nicked all of his clothes and his animal and buggered off and left him. But that's that's the story, effectively. Um, anyway, love it, brilliant stuff. And then, of course, the warthog pork belly. Look at the amount of detail in this animal, guys. So much articulation. Of course, you'd expect that with the warthog being around about the same size, I'd imagine, as um, you know, like junkyard and timber and so in that vicinity at, at least. Um, but the fact they've got the 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 mohawk in full effect looks amazing. The, like a broken tusk and the nose ring, Vi like a crazy aggressive nose ring. Look how gnarly that is. Just brilliant stuff. Very, very excited about this. Now, the um, I'll, I'll go back because I'll just point something out. He's got two knives on show here, right? One obviously goes in his, um, in his ankle knife sheath there, which again is a call out to the original that had that shin uh, sheath on the front of his left shin though, which was weird, um, and kind of did bend the knife when it went in. But th there's another knife on the back of the vest on the vintage figure that I've, I'm wondering, maybe that knife goes maybe in there. Maybe there's a little holster on the back that we haven't seen yet. Um, just exciting to think that maybe there's something there on the back, but we'll see, I guess. We'll see where that goes. Uh, maybe it's for Yo Yobbo to kind of uh, shake at people. Anyway, I think that's everything. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> that is everything, guys. We've covered it all in ridiculous detail. Let's get on to the shout-outs and call it, call it a day because it's getting ridiculous, isn't it, right now? Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. All right then, so shout-outs. Let's start with Pat, who uh, can't be on the show today, of course. It's a bit early for him. Uh, but shout-out to Pat and, uh, of course, Phil from Articulated Points as well. Go check out their channel. It's awesome. Uh, hopefully we'll get Pat on next week. We'll see how it goes. Um, fingers crossed. It's just so busy at the moment. Uh, shout out to my wonderful wife, Kate, who's upstairs at the moment, um, dealing with Phoebes, whatever they're doing. I, I can hear them every now and again, but shout out to them. Love them very much. And of course, to all the fans in the UK and the US, um, miss you guys. And uh, yeah, uh, shout out to everyone involved in that. <laughs> uh, and also <clears throat> to Brian Sauer for our amazing graphics. And also related to Brian, 
of course, but they've been posting uh, updates recently for Assembly Required. Uh, Codename Iowa represents Assembly Required. The 13th annual Iowa G.I. Joe convention um, has been announced or is starting to get announced information-wise. And they posted this the other day, uh, the dates, it looks like, and possible theme for the show. Yes, it looks like it's going to be very Iron Grenadier-y, shall we say. Uh, November 8th and 9th of 2024, that's when it's happening. More details, of course, to follow on that one. Uh, Peppermint All Capsule, thank you for the super chat. Salute from Zazzle's Clubhouse and Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughterhouse on YouTube. Go check them out as well, of course. And thank you very much, Peppermint, for the super chat. We really appreciate it. Um, awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, so that is the assembly required things to uh, talk about. Uh, Heritage Auctions still going strong with that crazy auction at the moment. Uh, and we highlighted in the week, of course, the Sky Raven from that particular auction because it is absolutely gorgeous. But there are loads more um, Sky Patrol vehicles, um, graded ones as well, um, up on that Heritage Auction. Link in the description if you want to go check it out. Um, that finishes on the 16th of February. So a few more, um, well, yeah, what's like a couple of weeks left on that one. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, if you, if you, if you get in your bids in, or if you're waiting for the last minute, of course, that makes a lot more sense, but, um, yeah, uh, check those out because there's so much in that. I mean, it is huge, that collection it's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, that Sky Raven is next level. And, uh, yeah, that is our highlight of the week from that heritage auction. Um, yeah, there you go. Like I said, like I said, check out the link in the description to follow the live auction as it is. And we'll be highlighting another um element from that ridiculous collection um probably uh on uh, in the week in a couple of days time anyway cool shout out to them uh also coming soon as we've mentioned and well actually not coming soon actually happening right now you can pledge for the uh more news as it's made kickstarter the toy photography book by david gillis and brian hickey um it looks absolutely stunning um but just a, a reminder link in the description to jump on that um Massive shout out to Skeletron for delivering those wonderful figures. Um, yes, we've got the Wolf Trooper kind of retro uh, figure, the Gia Viper um, kind of modern four inch figure, and of course the Wolf Trooper as well, modern four inch. I'll be doing an unboxing of those probably next. I'll probably do that before I do Mole Rat. So that might happen this weekend at some point, maybe even tonight. We'll see how it goes, like I said today. Um, also from Skeletron, they posted more Alex Hawley art for Skeletron, um, and it is absolutely sensational. Uh, love that artwork, man, for, for the Skeletron figure. Now, this is going to be uh, the six-inch, I, I want to say, and of course, they also posted the sculpts by Dave Proctor for the Skeletron figure, and my goodness, it looks pretty phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, really excited to see uh, those six-inch figures next. Um, and then finally the vehicle will uh, start getting shipped. So we're in so far so good in terms of the uh, phases that they gave us at the end of last year. Uh, they said this is what was going to be the the, the shipping um, um, kind of phases, and they are keeping to that. So nearly there. Nearly there. I can't wait for that. That Robo Skull is going to be ridiculous. Anyway, shout out to Skeletron, Ben, Mark, and all the rest, and all the guys on the team. Uh, to Dave as well, Dave Proctor, for that awesome sculpt. Um, poorly, of course, on art, as we just mentioned. Um, now, speaking of art, Bloomin' Kickley's been at it again, uh, constantly, it, it would seem. 
We've got Starduster. We've got Steel Core hanging from the the uh, sky the 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 Skyhawk piloted by Scarlet. I should add. Uh, we've also had they look fantastic, by the way. Also, we've had very recently a uh, Tunnel Rat and Snake Eyes about to take out a mass of Cobras in the Terradrome. Again, following on that little narrative in the Terra in the Terradrome, which I absolutely love, by the way. Um, so anyway, amazing stuff. Um, really loving everything Kickley's doing, and also this beauty. There's, in fact, did I, I think I might have forgotten to put the other one in. I might have forgotten another one. I'm very sorry, Kickley, but this is gorgeous. This is a wetsuit, um, wetsuit again. Um, but I, I'm guessing it's maybe like a, a trooper, uh, or is it someone as like shipwreck? Is shipwreck just dressed like like wetsuit in that one? Let me know who that is, Kickley. Uh, torpedo obviously in there as well. All the eels up inside you, finding an entrance where they can, and of course the um, the really cool sled, the hydro sled, which is um, again quite quite synonymous with the eels because they kind of came out around the same time, didn't they? And were kind of promoted with it. They certainly were in the Action Force commercial for it as well. But absolutely brilliant stuff, um, and I love that Kickley's incorporated that redeco of wetsuit in there too as well. Um, but again, I, I'm excited to hear the narrative on that one. Um, is that Brazil Mission? Because Brazil Mission's like lighter, isn't it? I, th I thought that dark one was one that came out later that sort of homaged the Brazil Mission deco. Um, get, getting really nerdy with it. It just looks like the black version as opposed to the kind of like shiny grey version from Mission Brazil. Um, anyway, I just love it. Brilliant. Um, cool. Uh, anyway, his artwork is amazing. And this is the other piece that I thought I may have forgotten to put in, but didn't. So I didn't forget. Brilliant. Yeah, he did this lovely little kind of almost like faux comic panel. I'd love to see a comic done by Kickley for G.I. Joe. I'd love to see like a full comic of uh, of your of your art, buddy. Please get it out there. But it's amazing. Um, and this is really nice as well. I love it. It's really cool. Um, also, shout out to Plastic Battles, Paul Pamphalone, who posted another in the series of images that are going to be coming out of Outback and Recondo, the Tiger Force crew, in this gorgeous diorama, which he's, he's kind of set up. Now, if you don't watch Thursday Night Battles, get on Instagram and watch it, because he does some really nice insights into the, what, the work that he's doing, the dire work he does, um, tips and tricks for that kind of stuff, and for toy photography too. So uh, yeah, give him, give it, check him out. Instagram, Plastic Battles, Paul Pamphalone, um, and I love the work he does. And this is just next level. I love it. Um, and it follows on from the last one that we looked at. In the little map he's done as well. Anyway, they're camouflaging the, the, the Tiger Ram um, at the moment, because they're going to be hot foot in it the rest of the way in this mission and i'm really excited to see the rest of the series here love his work love it anyway that's it for the longest full force weekly ever um it went long because there was a lot to talk about and we had to get into some details and we had to really get in there and we did and i appreciate you guys for sticking with me the entire time uh, thanks to all of our patrons um uh, you know for the support that you give us and for all of you guys, listeners, viewers, if you just, you know, if you just tune in every now and again and just enjoy a video, um, that's great. And we really appreciate it. We would also really appreciate it if you guys could sub to our YouTube channel. Give us a sub. Go check it out. You know, go get the notification bell on and catch my lives every now and again. Um, you'll hate it. 
because <laughs> it's constant now. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But no, get in there. Please, yeah, give us a sub. We really appreciate it. We're really trying to build up to 5K, um, and we really think we can do it this year. <laughs> it's taken a while, but we really think we can get to 5K this year. I mean, is that too much to, to think we could do that? Come on, guys, we can do it. Really appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your weekend. I'll be back with more stuff. We've got unboxings galore. We've got Let's Talk Classifieds to come. We've got more news bursts, no doubt. I'll be on your screens 24-7 at some point. But have a great rest of your day. Uh, and stay fresh cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One, two, three, four. See you later. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos. And as always, you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram, so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast. And if you would like to contact the show, you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page, so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos, or enjoy exclusive bonus content, then check out patreon.com forward slash The Full Force Podcast, or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in. Full Force.